What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Ryan. And Nathan. Welcome to episode number 329. Tonight we'll be sharing our top 10 films of 2018. But first, quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude. Sometimes we use very bad language, so proceed with caution. Also, spoiler alert for 2018. Um, if you don't want last year's movies ruined, pause the episode and come back later. Um, Ryan, we might have some new listeners, so let's talk about why we release our top 10 movies in the middle of fucking February. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it seems to happen at the end of every year. Uh, by the way, excuse my voice. I'm sick. I sound like shit. My bad, everybody. But, um... Uh, you know, every year the critics come out, and then right at the end of the year, like they're running, they're trying to get their top tens together. You always say, "Oh, I missed this, I missed that," and uh, it just kind of seems natural that uh, you know the Oscars are you know, always late February, early March, somewhere around there. It's like, guys, just you know, just uh, just take the extra time. <laughs> right. And when everybody else in the world is thinking about movies, let's talk about the movies then. Get yeah. a little, little extra time. Let these last minute Oscar bait movies marinate with you. And, but don't uh, you hate that with like some limited releases? Some critics are like, well, yeah. well, I didn't get a chance to see A, B, and C, and if I had time, it might make my list, but, you know, here's my top ten. We're all right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, let it simmer, man. And plus, I mean, again, release schedules, you know? I mean, look, people are busy. You don't get to see it all the time. You got to wait till it comes out on video. And and... Where do we live? Oh, we, <laughs> we live in Indiana. We're not in Hollywood, so we're not, uh, Yeah, we don't get uh, a lot of the limited yeah. limited runs don't come here. <laughs> we have to drive to Chicago, Indianapolis to see some of those yeah. those limited releases. And we've been doing this as for as long as I can remember, man. Um, yeah. I think we started doing top tens. I don't know why I remember this. Maybe it's because it was the first top ten list that, that I ever put together. But I think, I think it was 2007. I think you're right. You know? And um, ever since AV, we've been doing... I think the last five years. I think this is the fifth mm -hmm. year um, that we've been doing the week of the Oscars. Yeah. And recording. Yeah. And recording yeah. I think that. you're right. Um, but yeah, it's, this is your first time yeah, celebrating with us, right? Yeah, absolutely. And every year we like to invite a video lander to share in that tradition. So thanks, Nathan, for taking part in our cinematic communion. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about our list. Um, anything you want to say about uh, the, the forming of your top ten, Ryan? Uh, you know, my, my top tens every year, I, I generally approach them the same way. Um, you know... With no pants on. With no pants. Dick out every time, dude. If you, if you dick's in your pants, dude, you're, you're not making a good list, is what I'm saying. But, um... No, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, well, you know, this movie needs to be on because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's so technically brilliant or this and that or this and that. Like, I, this, this is my top 10 list. This is not an AV top 10 list. This is my personal list. I have to enjoy the shit out of these movies or, you know, like these are just, this is straight from the heart. You know, if I'm not feeling it, right. it, it can't be on there. You know, things can be, if, if it's a tie, yeah, if I can respect something, then maybe, yeah, but it's entertainment value. It's what touched me yeah. in good places, and so <laughs> that's what I'm going yeah. with. That's uh, that's how I approach my list every year. Yeah, and I'm going to echo a lot of what you're saying. Uh, my top ten list was pretty easy. Um, I had one rule, no ties. No ties. Okay. Yeah. Um, overall, you know, kind of what you said, what movies felt right in my heart space? 
<laughs> you know, uh, some movies might rank better on other critics' lists, you know, but I had to be true to myself. Uh, that was important. And uh, I'm extremely happy with, with my, especially my top five. I'm happy with my top ten, but especially uh, my top five. Um, overall, though, not too many headaches um, putting it all together. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, as a, a brief review, like you said, just real quick of mine, um, is, is the same thing. Like, my the top half of my list, very solid. The bottom half is kind of a, a solid jumble movie. of yeah. st- stuff. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but your top five solid gold. My top yet? five solid, kind of interchangeable, but yeah. very solid. These sure. are five movies I loved. Yeah. Nathan? Hold on, man. Uh, you know, so, it, so okay. Uh, there are a few films, at the risk of sounding like the guy you don't like, right? Like, there are a few films that I didn't get to see this year. And it's just because, you know what, like, we have four kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel and I are both Pantheon Council members, so we're always watching movies for that. Um, I'm in the Marathon Men, so I'm always watching movies for that. And, you know, it's, I mean, you know how it is, Brad. It's Fuck hard yeah. to watch the stuff that you have to see. Especially marathons, right? Especially for the marathons <laughs> and prepping for the episodes and stuff. So you get to, you have so many things that you have to see. Sometimes I miss things that I want to yeah. see. You know what I mean? And so there are a few movies. Uh, you had asked me, I think, last week about top ten movies of eight. I tried to go back and watch them, but a lot of them you have to buy. They're not available to rent yeah. yet and things like that. And it was like, you know, shit, I don't want to spend $80 yeah. on this podcast. And I was but, like, Nathan, you um, have 48 hours to yeah. watch 100 movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, having said that, with a few with a few films that I, you know, I still really want to see, I'm really happy with the list. I really am. So I'm, any, I'm any headaches? Super, Will you shut no, the last minute? Well, a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> a, a little bit. Are you happy um, with like your top three? Did those show? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right on. Let's talk about any regrets. Um, you brought some, re- you know, that you had, there were some regrets for mm-hmm. you this year. Um, let's let's touch on some of those. Um, Ryan, let's start with you. Any movies that you didn't get to see? Yeah, there were, there were a few, but I'll be honest, the, probably the only one that I really, really wanted to see that I missed was Glass. Mm-hmm. And I have no excuse really for yeah, well, glass, glass would be. It was January. I don't think there was yeah. there was no limited release. Oh wait, so that's yeah, that's this year. Yeah, that oh yeah, this year. you're yeah. right. What am I fucking saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's ones that I I now now that the Oscar stuff is out, I was like, oh, I probably should have watched The Stars Born. I probably should have. I had no. I I didn't want to see Bohemian Rhapsody, but I was like, I probably should have fucking seen it. So now I kind of regret some stuff, mm-hmm. but there's there's nothing. There's nothing that I didn't see that I was wanting to see. Nothing. I caught them all this year, I think. Nice, nice. Um, Yeah, I think we both caught up on a lot of movies, especially the last few weeks. Yeah, last couple weeks. uh, You've come to my house. I drove to your house in Indy, and uh, we we caught up on a lot of stuff. Uh, My regrets, though, I do have a few. Um, Green Book, I really wanted to see, which I will hopefully see before the Oscars on Sunday. Okay. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I also hope to see that before Sunday. Yeah. Roma. I yeah. really wanted to see. It's on Netflix, uh, which I heard was. <laughs> <laughs> this is I heard was culturally significant, but a boring snooze fest. <laughs> okay, I don't know, but I still need to see it. Uh, you know, before Sunday and uh, one cut of the dead. I was so jazzed oh, yeah. about uh. this. It's a Japanese horror comedy. I really wanted to see it. Um, it's. I can probably put it on my list if, if I watch it and, and I enjoy it. I can put it on you know the uh, on next year's list um, because it hasn't made it to American releases yet. Yep. It's it's actually had it was a a crazy little story connected to it, but Amazon put it on their streaming service and it was a bootleg copy. 
Oh no! Oh, yeah, really? Really? yeah, so Amazon <laughs> got in a bunch oh, of wow. shit. They ripped it down, so I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, you saw it though, right? Yeah, I mean, somehow I saw it. I mean, I don't know <laughs> how that happened, but I managed to stumble across it. Maybe while it was on Amazon. Sure. Who knows? History will never say. Would it make but, my ten? You think? I think it might have. Really? But here's here's the thing. By the way, just I'm excluding it from my from anything this year. Because it hasn't had a proper U.S. release. Okay. okay. So that's my official stance on One Cut of the Dead okay. for this year. Right. So just FYI. Uh, I did see it, and I won't tell you anything about it, because maybe we'll talk about it next year. Okay. <laughs> uh, another another foreign movie that I wanted to see, I know you you had a chance to watch this one, was Revenge. And it's a uh, French vengeance film. Yeah. You know, what'd you think of that one? Did that make my 10? <clears throat> I don't think so. No? I don't think it would make your 10. I think you'd be, I don't know, you might be happy you watched it. You might not. It's kind of... I don't know. If you only get one revenge <clears throat> film this year, Revenge or Mandy? Mandy. Okay. So, Mandy. okay. Yeah. Okay. Mandy's, um, Mandy's more artistically ambitious in every way. Okay. Okay. So, I think those w- would be the big ones right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did a good job of catching up on a lot of movies. Nathan? So... I would say there there are three big movies that I didn't see this year that I really I really wanted to man, um, and it gets running out of time. Uh, one of them was um, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Mm. I, I, I didn't oh. I didn't get to see it, man. I that's so badly wanted to see that. Um, probably my and I, that's one of the well that's one of the ones I think I can rent now. So I'm going to go back. Yeah, I, I yeah. will watch that within the next couple of days. Um, the other one, probably my most anticipated movie of the year. I'm a huge Rocky fan. It's Creed two. I still haven't seen Creed yeah. 2 and it burns I'm my so ass. I'm so surprised. I know. I can't wait to hear what you think of that. I'm yeah, I'm really, I'm really, uh, I gotta uh, see it. This yeah. is you can only buy it right now. So I'm not yeah. spending 20 bucks yeah. or whatever, but, um, and the third one would be Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, oh. it's my wife's mm-hmm. most anticipated movie of the year. It's a very band, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. but we just didn't get a chance to go. Uh, so yeah, those are the three big ones that I, I missed out on. Okay. Really right anxious for. Any, uh, comments before we celebrate 2018, guys? Mm, no, I don't think, think so. so. All right, uh, let's save all runner-ups for after our top ten. Sound good? Oh, okay. 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 Sound good, yeah. All right, um, Ryan. Let's start with you. All right. What is your number ten film of 2018? My number ten, and I'm gonna tell you what this this kind of runs counter to what I said <laughs> in my intro. My number ten is the favorite, um, and the reason why it's on there is because it's. It's such a uniquely told story. The way the way that it's shot, it is these super distorted fisheye lenses half the time yeah. that just like you can tell just sit on a tripod and just swivel yeah. half the time. It's very, it's very claustrophobic while at the same time being wide open. Just the look is, it's weird. It's like it's not impressive. It's not pretty to look at, but it's it, it works. It works really well. It's it, the the tension. Runs higher and higher. It's super well acted. Yeah, I mean the acting is is phenomenal. The only costumes are great. Costumes. I mean, I, there's almost. I mean, I can't say a whole lot bad about it. The only thing was at the end of the day, I just I hate I hate that character that queen. Yeah. Like she's insufferable. <laughs> and she's supposed and she's supposed, supposed to be. To be. Yeah, I, I get it. But I it's just like it's one of those movies mm-hmm. that I'm like I, I was drawn in. It was a little long. It was a little, you know, eh. But I'm like, I just, I respect it so much. And it was so, it was so well done. 
I just don't know if I'm ever going to really watch it again, no. which is which really... Which I'm surprised, too, because you and I both I, love I, cat and mouse movies. I love a good cat and mouse yeah. movie. I love a good power struggle movie. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the other reason why I give this a little nudge, is because I only got to see it once. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it wasn't... It wasn't under the greatest of circumstances. It is the type of movie that I know myself well enough. I will see it a second time. I will almost certainly like it more the second time I see it. I'm just trusting my I'm trusting my gut yeah. on this one. There's just one I just I know myself well enough. I'm gonna love this movie more the next time I see it. It's just getting myself to watch it. Plus the rest of my list, as you'll find out, has a lot of relatively shallow films. Yeah. On it. It's nice to have something. That has a little bit more artistic merit to so it. So that's the, that's the film that could have you know it's, fell off. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, my bottom <clears throat> my bottom five could fall off and on for the most part. But that that was one that was more of a head decision, not more of a head decision at heart, but our, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was a tug of war okay. between head and heart on that one. Okay, um, my number ten is a heavy metal revenge horror film starring Nicolas Cage, <laughs> uh, titled Mandy. Um, it's pretty much Hellraiser meets Mad Max on LSD, or I like calling it a Cousin Wayne art house movie. <laughs> a Cousin Wayne art house movie. Um, it's probably the movie I wrestled with the most in 2018. Uh, that's why it's ranked at number 10 and not my top five. Um, I don't agree with all the creative decisions. Um, the cinematography especially, it's it's a very red movie. Um, but I can't get the madness um, out of my head. It's definitely not for everyone. I can see half of our listeners not giving a shit about this movie. Uh, but it's the only movie in 2018 that has Nicolas Cage forging a battle axe, <laughs> yeah. fighting with chainsaws, shooting crossbows, and just going after that crazy evil man <laughs> and just screaming on the shitter in his underwear with an awesome fucking tiger shirt <laughs> okay that might be a normal weekend for nicholas cage but for me it was fucking fresh and it was exciting it was it was a fun um vengeance film mandy is my number 10 nathan so th- this one was kind of weird man um i spent a lot of time watching uh like short movies on youtube and it's because i don't get out to the theater a lot you know, and I, I think you know, I think YouTube is actually a, a legitimate platform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see things like um, like Never Hike Alone, for example. Uh, I think that's, I think that's arguably the best Jason movie. Yeah, fuck, you know what I, I mean? I agree with you. Um, and actually, so, I do agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I think there's a lot of really underrepresented cinema. You know what I mean? That, that that's released on YouTube, and, and it kind of really flies under the radar. So when this came out, I posted about it on AV, and it got some likes. It got a you know. You know, five people maybe talked about it, which is more than I expected. But it's called True Sight, the International 2018 Finals. And it's mm. basically the grand finals of the uh, Dota International Tournament for the year. And it's like the last five games of the series. And it's an emotional fucking roller coaster. You follow, you follow these two teams and you really get in. You just, you just so kinda, this is a documentary then? It's shot kind of a documentary. It's shot kind of a, from the perspective of um, the European team. Um and so there's there's like a European team and there's like a Chinese team and it kind of goes back and forth between like you know they play they play the match and it kind of it kind of shot calls a little bit doesn't go super into the game for people that aren't into Dota which I would understand um, most of it is like in between games and it goes back behind behind and them talking to each other and be like okay and it's just the kind of the the real drama of them being a team you know what I mean and being 18 19 years old and playing for fucking 10 12 15 million dollars you know what I mean yeah. how surreal that must be for them. So, honestly, like, I can't say enough good things about this, That's man. Cool. But, so, you know, is it better than, a, you know, top five shit? No. 
it's it's like an hour or something long. It's yeah. on YouTube. Anybody can watch this, and you should watch it, man. It's like a legitimate sports documentary, you know? Okay. So, yeah. What's it called again? It's called uh, True Sight, the International 2018 Finals. Nathan huh. Plantiga with the inspired yeah. pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check that out. All right, uh, that takes us to number nine. Ryan? Number nine is um, Isle of Dogs. Uh, so almost made my list. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. We've talked about this a thousand times. Uh, Wes Anderson is hit or miss yeah. with yeah, yeah. me. It's very rare that something's in the middle. There's only a couple of his films that kind of sit in the middle. This one is actually sort of one of those. You know, I I have an unhealthy love for Life Aquatic and Fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Fox, <laughs> and um, then there's. Grand Budapest Hotel and Isle of Dogs. They kind of sit right on the other, the, the good side of the fence. I think I kind of agree with you on that. Oh. And, um, uh, you know, it, I'll go ahead and get my little bitches out of the way. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, at, at the end, I guess I was I was expecting something a little bit more funny, a little bit more lighthearted. Isle of Dogs is actually pretty bleak. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I, I do think that, it brought it down a little bit for me on the, on the viewing that I had, but um, but once I kind of settled into what the movie actually was going to be, I thought it was I thought it was a good adventure. And of course, look, it's it's Wes Anderson stuff. He does the same right. thing every fucking movie he makes, <laughs> and it either works for you or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but for me, it worked on this one. And you're a big animation guy. I'm a big animation guy. I obviously I love the animation. There's something about just knowing what goes into it that makes oh, yeah. me just love the shit out of stop motion. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed myself. Not as much as I really hoped I would. I really yeah. thought it was going to be, I was hoping to be another one of those big classics, yeah. but great voice casting. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Yep. Great. Everything. I, I really, I really did enjoy yeah. it. A lot. That's, uh, that's the big problem I had with it was just, I wanted the comedy to land a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more. Um, my number nine is Ready Player One. Um, I have a few issues, you know, like I wish the world was explored more thoroughly. I, I don't completely understand the economy of the world, um, but I wanted to learn so much more after watching this movie. I actually went and, and read the book, which usually I'm like, hey, a movie should stand on on its own. Um, but I thought I think Spielberg did a pretty decent job bringing it to life. Um, the Oasis is a fun escape from reality. Um, probably pretty prophetic as well um, but it's a fun trip down memory lane with all the 80s throwback references um, it's a fun sci-fi concept um, the the shining sequence is oh, yeah. fucking yeah. amazing yeah. Um, and I think and I don't say this lightly I think it's Spielberg's best film in over a decade oh in a I long agree. time I, a decade, I agree 100%. over a decade um, it, it, it's not Jaws or Raiders of the Lost Ark you know fucking Pantheon um, but it's, a, it's just a fun movie and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed my time in the theater. I'm going Ready Player One. Yeah, right on, man. So, number nine, man, um, I thought it would be higher, but, you know, when you, when you write, when you're ranking up your stuff for the year, it, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's Black Panther. I like Black Panther. I, you know what I mean? But, like, it's up for, like, it's up for Best Picture, man. Like, I don't think it's fucking Best Picture. Yeah, neither do I. It's, no. it's Marvel popcorn movie bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, I like it, and it's fun, and I appreciate that it's culturally significant. They're doing that, like, Wakanda Con now. It's, like, yeah. basically Comic-Con for, like, black gamers, and you know what I mean? Like, in, in uh... Uh, comic book fans, and it's just basically a place where it's like, hey, look, like we we can have our own shit now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? That's awesome. That's super fucking cool. Yeah. I love that. Representation is like, important. I agree. But you also have to enjoy the fucking movie thoroughly. Yeah, and I think I do. I think the, I uh, think it's a great movie. Yeah, I think the effects yeah. in the third act are already dated. Yeah, 
You yeah. know, I don't know. Sorry for getting you off there. No, no, no I, I agree. Like, it, it's, it's good. I, I, I don't think it's best picture. I think it's, I think it's fucking kind of insulting that mm-hmm. that it's up for best picture. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. a good movie. Yeah. That's all it is. Feels like a political yeah. power move from the academy. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that takes us to number eight. Number eight, and number eight, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Is on number eight. I got Deadpool too. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Deadpool. Yeah, too. any, you know, anyone that knows me knows I did not like Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Deadpool 1, as much as I... Look, I love a good fourth wall break. I love meta humor. I like movies that, you know, don't take themselves too seriously. But at the end of the day, Deadpool 1, to me, felt like there was this very subpar superhero movie with all this... An added layer of this, you know, dark meta humor. Right. And it never really congealed into a complete thing for me. Deadpool 2, though, it it seemed to do it really right um for me first of all the whole tone lightened up a little bit mm-hmm. the first one was so it was for some reason it was dark it was a well, little they're going for it a little you know extra I mean? dark for yeah. me which is okay but for some reason it missed the mark for me but this one things lightened up a bit um and and the the meta humor was incorporated into the plotting of the right. movie it didn't just feel like this kind of secondary thing that just kind of switched back and forth. It was like all together, and it worked a lot better for me. And I, I remember I laughed a lot, and uh, I was actually like, I'm looking forward to another Deadpool movie. Yeah. Josh Brolin yeah. so. was great in that. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, f- I forget the Australian kid's name, but I thought <laughs> I thought he was a centerpiece to this movie. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. They did a great job. Make a Domino cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Zazie Beats. I, I have a crush on her now because of that. Movie. <laughs> well, that's that's the other thing is that. Um, more than more characters than just Deadpool were in on yeah. the, yeah. the fourth wall bit. Yeah. And I think you know it has one of the best scenes of 2018, and that's when they all parachute down. <laughs> <laughs> His whole team just dies. The X Force. <laughs> The X Force just getting completely annihilated. Dude, I love how they just throw the backpack out at the end, like uh, the, the invisible guy or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking Dude, awesome. Deadpool <laughs> two didn't make my list, but hot take here. Deadpool two, okay, over Black Panther. You heard it here first <laughs> and last. All right. Uh, my number eight is Hereditary. Um, I think it's the scariest movie of 2018, in my opinion. Um, I think Tony Collette should have been nominated for Best Actress. Uh, she gives a fucking powerhouse yeah. performance, yep. and I think this movie has potential to become a, a future classic. It wouldn't be, uh, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it's up there with The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby in like say 20, mm-hmm. 30 years. I agree. Um, and there's a scene in this movie, guys, uh, with a young girl riding in a car with the window down. Won't spoil mm-hmm. it, um, but it's the most unsettling scene of 2018. I'll, I'll never forget um, how I felt watching that. In the theater, I mean, it uh, it got underneath. Well, underneath and it, my skin. That shot lingers for a long time yeah. too, yep. and it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, how I, they I didn't see it, it in theater. I saw it at home, but yeah. I can imagine being in theaters and just being like, oh, yeah, "Holy man. shit, man!" Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And how they deal with that afterwards? Oh yeah, you know the reperc- repercussions of that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. It's, yeah. it's horrible. Um, I yeah. do have a small problem with the ending. Um, it left me wanting a little bit see, more. I like the very, did you like the ending? I do like. Okay, I think that's where some people will love it or hate it. You know, um, I thought it was very, um, I don't know. I was wanting more. I was okay. wanting more from the ending. Change the ending and it probably would have cracked my top five. Right now it's an eight. I think it would have uh, went, you know, top five with a, with a little bit of a, a little bit of a tweak there. I got you. But all right. Uh, what about you, bud? Number eight for me, for much the same reason that Black Panther was number nine, is Infinity War. Like, mm-hmm. I like it. 
I think it's a great movie, but it's not cracking any higher than like eight or nine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's it's a good fucking popcorn yeah. Marvel shit movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't like elevate the genre. You know what I mean? It doesn't surprise. It's one of those things like everyone's gonna go see it. I might argue fucking- with you a little bit. But not much. <laughs> no, I, I mean like I, just a I, little bit. I, I like. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I like it. But I mean, it, at the end of the day, like it's just fucking Marvel. But like I got what I, it said. It is what it says on the tin. Uh-huh, you know what sure. I mean? Like yeah. yeah, for sure. About you, big dumb. So what? We're on number number seven. seven yeah. All right. Um, this one took me by surprise. Uh, even more than Deadpool two. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. <laughs> I thought you know. I, I, I thought it was going to be Disney's emoji movie, yeah, and not yeah. just because of the setting, but even the trailers. I was like, dude, these jokes are weak. This right. is it wasn't not, doing for me This either. is not good. Um, and then I went in and saw it, and um, I got some surprisingly, I got some surprisingly good shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that the humor stuck a lot. Um, it. You know, our, our heroes break apart, and it really becomes Vanellope's movie mm-hmm. for most of it. And she has a, a great arc. Uh, it's, you know, Ralph has a decent arc. It's got third act problems, you know, big mm. catastrophic bullshit that doesn't need to be in there. <laughs> but uh, all in all, what, what really got me is I was surprised at just how emotional and how properly thematic the movie was. This very complex subject really especially for younger viewers of just not being um selfish about friendship you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that the people that you love it's like we have our own things you know and especially tying that into the natural a natural tie into social media and the sort of narcissism and our need for acceptance and likes and all the other things that people get obsessed with it actually congealed really well for me. And I was like, this is surprisingly well thought out. Um, and beyond that, I mean, you know, it, it's, it obviously has its own commentaries just on how we, you know, how we as a side of you, the internet and all the, all this other bullshit you can read into it. But in the end, I just thought it was a very effective story. It also has probably my favorite song in the movie. So that fucking slaughter race song yeah. that Alan Menken did is, I think, one of the best Disney songs we've had in years, <laughs> um, and I, I was I was really blown away just how entertained I was. I saw it two or three times, wow. and um, I love. I wasn't a huge fan, but I did love the Disney princesses. The Disney, yeah, yeah. the Disney <laughs> princesses, those the really meta well. stuff. But I mean, <laughs> I just I don't know when it, when it comes to the end, and it's like you know you it's again there's just very grown up theme that I was surprised to see and and how emotionally effective it was i was i was really impressed ask me again in 10 years uh-huh. when right. all the jokes are potentially dated um you know I not love... the jokes but you know the, the specifics of the internet but i think it's a really <laughs> good i think it's honestly a very good time capsule not just because of what you see yeah but because of how society online kind of works and our mentality at the time sure. i think it'll be an interesting piece to go back on uh, in the future, I love her voice too. Is it Sarah Silverman? Yeah, Sarah I thought it was yeah. Penelope. I, I, I think oh, she. I thought her voice awesome. sucked in the trailer. I was like, I can't believe I listened to this for a whole movie mm-hmm. before. But then when you actually get in the movie, you settle into her voice. It real fits quick. her. It fits that character. Oh, she's <clears> great. Brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, my number seven is Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, this probably would have ranked higher if, if it wasn't a sequel to, to Rogue Nation. You know, mm-hmm. not a big fan of that one. Um, I wish this was a, was a standalone, but it's it's directly tied uh, to Rogue yeah. Nation. Um, but I can't deny how much fucking cool action is packed in this movie. Um, the set pieces are fun. The action is intense. Um, that fucking bathroom scene is just awesome. <laughs> that dude. is good. Um, and the action is coherent, you know? And, and I think that's important to point out because most action films, they just shake that camera yeah, you know, yeah, in your face. Yes. Um, but Christopher McQuarrie just films everything with like this master touch. Um, Tom Cruise is a beast, man. I, I always say, man, he's the, the hardest yep. uh, person working in Hollywood. Um, he deserves all the praise that he's getting. The dude puts in the work, man. He's jumping out of planes, um, jumping across buildings, Flying fucking helicopter. Like, he learned <laughs> how to fly a helicopter. And then he directed those scenes where yeah. he's in the helicopter. I mean, the guy is fucking nuts. Dude, I, <laughs> dude, I think he's going to be the future Chuck Norris. You know how, like, there's memes of Chuck Norris? You don't yeah. fuck with Chuck Norris? They're going to be like, dude, Tom Cruise. Like, you don't fuck with Tom, <laughs> no what Tom Cruise, do? I don't know, dude. <laughs> he's fucking, like, I don't know. He makes the action look good. He puts his body yeah. on the fucking line. Um, I love Tom Cruise, um, especially in this. Um, and then... I don't know. MI6 is just a, a high mark now for the franchise. And that's six deep now. Yeah, Six yeah, deep is yeah. a high mark for the franchise. And I think it gives Infinity War a run for blockbuster of the summer, yeah, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So go in uh, MI6, guys. Nice. Dude, number seven. Um, dude, I love any... I really like movies where bad guys win. You know what I mean? <laughs> I absolutely fucking... And you already touched base on this, but it's hereditary. Oh, right? cool. Like, I... Man, I really like it. Um... I know you said the ending kind of kind of doesn't fit for you. I really like it. I That's think it's cool. disturbing. I think um, the movie. I don't know that I think it's scary, but it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Yes. And it and it really like it. It just gets into your stomach. Yeah. You know what I mean? It get, and you just you 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 don't feel good about it. You don't feel <laughs> like it's like I don't even want to fucking talk about this. But I but it sits with you. Mm-hmm. And that's just a great experience. You know what I mean? I, whether you like it or not, you should experience that. It's a neat, yeah. you know. Uh, I agree with you. I think Tony Collette's a, not an oh, amazing man. actress in general, but she has a wonderful so job. She got uh, she got ripped off this year. Yeah, she, yeah she absolutely. The, you know, the, the scene, I know you said we don't want to talk about it, but the, the scenes, the aftermath of that mm-hmm. where she's reacting yeah. to what happens are just, it's, yeah. it's gut And we do have spo- like, you know, spoilers. If you no, know I know. You can, if you well, just, you know, when, when she discovers the body, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she's just like, I, I think I I want to say the camera's like on the sun upstairs and he's listening to what happens, but it's just like her just like wailing and screaming and crying. It's just yep. like fuck, man. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. I have kids, and we have kids. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Just imagining what what you would do. And it's a great you know? example of less is more. I yeah, can see yeah, some yeah. directors like Eli Roth, you know, Ow. getting the yeah. camera and putting it right on the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, it's like, dude, it's uh, leave it up to your imagination. Right. You know? Well, that's, you know what? Because it, it is so minimalistic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't, I love it when, don't show me what's happening. The whole movie's it, it, like that. The whole movie's like that. You never yeah. really see anything. A lot of even when it starts going fucking real crazy at the end, it's not like when they're crawling on the walls and shit. Like, you kind of just see it out of focus behind them it's not like a main, yeah. the main focus of yeah. the of the scene it's just really well done yeah for sure yeah, yeah. Number, right, six. number six dude Oof. okay uh i'm gonna i'm gonna switch tone a little bit all right and uh <laughs> i'm gonna say paddington 2 <laughs> you know dude, what it is good isn't it paddington 2 dude i paddington 1 was a movie that when it that i i gave two fucks about when it came out okay i didn't want to see it nothing 
I finally saw it. <laughs> nothing, it. Nothing. Nothing. And uh, I did finally see it, and I wanted to go back and retroactively add it to my top ten of the year it came out. So Paddington 2 came out, and I was like, okay, cool. You know, let's see if this is, you know, who knows. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's fucking, dude. it's fucking great, dude. It's Dude, it has 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Is it unreal? Because it's fucking great. It is good. I'm How good you, is Hugh Grant? Dude, Hugh Grant, I, I think, I think it is the best Hugh Grant role that he's ever had. Since Notting Hill. Because, well, it, it doesn't hurt help that I, I've watched, like, two Hugh Grant movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I have like Love Actually and yeah. Notting Hill I think to go up against. But Hugh Grant is fucking great. The villain's much better in the second one than the first one which elevates the whole thing. But um, dude, it's just, it's it's lighthearted. It's fun. It's, it, I don't know what to say. It's just so joyful and kind and yeah, yeah. happy. Uh-huh. You know, uh, what was that, what was the movie, um, not happiness or something with with the the woman that's in this fucking movie where she's just like a happy go lucky happy go lucky yeah yeah what you say about that movie how you yeah, just yeah. like it's just this bundle of joy that's what I feel about these Paddington movies there's yeah. something about them that's just it's it just, just makes you feel so and... fucking good it's how I felt yeah. about Sing last year yeah, I loved so. Sing because Sing just I don't know there's something. Fun and emotional, and I connected with it. And I uh, have to watch these Paddington movies because, like yo, you, when I I don't give no, a shit. yeah, 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 and you yeah. Sh- and you shouldn't generally. Yeah, but no, like, no, here's, uh, yeah, good. No, sorry. no, so no, so please. we went. Um, so I, I work at a center for kids with, that have autism, and we as an outing, we took the kids to the theater. And we're gonna. Go, I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to see fucking Paddington or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, we got there, and we got we got I don't know. 60% of the way through the movie. And, you know, you got kids with autism. Sometimes, sometimes things happen and we, we had to leave. You know what I mean? Sure. But as we were leaving, I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, I, I actually, I like, want to know what happened. Like, <laughs> That's like, hilarious. Like, I actually got to do this. So you, like, did, you haven't finished it? No. Oh, man. I got home and I told Ray, I was like, hey, can we watch Paddington? Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a twist. Paddington dies. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just like, the shittiest kids movie ever. <laughs> like, I, dude, I was into it. I was 100% into There's this. some logical <laughs> gaps you have to jump about him like going to jail. Like, like they just, alive. They throw yeah. his fucking bear in jail without any cause. No, yeah, like, I know. Blah, I know. Blah, blah. He, gets, he gets in jail, and then I saw them. They escaped or whatever, and then yeah. that's oh, kind of okay. where we he had to leave. Made, okay. Okay, we're very near the end. But either way, it's look, it's... It's great family fun, but <laughs> which I know I sound like the back of the box now. <laughs> but really, it's, it's a great family movie. It really will put you in a good mood. Both of the movies will. They're great. The acting is great. The dad of the family and the mom of the family yeah, yeah. are are phenomenal. They're mm-hmm. they're great comedian actors. It's fucking great. Go watch it. Have a smile. Yeah, have a for smoke. sure. Have a smoke. Have a smoke. Have a smile. Get high. Smoke some weed. <laughs> Watch Talking Bear. <laughs> well, we're, we're not talking about Ted, right? No, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you took all the kids to go see Ted on accident. <laughs> we had to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Nathan, I said I was going to argue with you just a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, my number six is Infinity War. I'm moving it up just a few spots. Um, it has some issues, not going to lie, uh, but it's 10 years of MCU coming together. Oh, yeah. Um, it's Marvel's biggest mm. and most ambitious movie yet. It's all of our heroes, man, that we love sharing that big screen. Thor and Rocket, yeah. um, Star-Lord meeting Tony Stark for the first time, Winter Soldier and Rocket. Um, there's a lot going on in, in <laughs> Infinity War, but if you're a Marvel fan, you will find something to like oh, in this yeah. movie. And it's this generation's Empire Strikes Back. It's not as good. 
as Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. But the snap mm-hmm. is forever embedded in pop culture, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone talks about that. You can't jerk off without <laughs> someone talking about the goddamn snap, man. <laughs> you can't even look at your fucking computer without seeing a snap meme, right? right. Um, it's all over the place, man. I've had multiple conversations this year on things that I liked about Infinity War, uh, things that I didn't like, predictions for Endgame. Number six is a good spot. In on the, the middle cusp of yep. being right on the list, right. number yeah. six. Yeah. yeah, can't wait for Endgame going Infinity War. So number six, man. Um, never in my life have I given a fuck about Halloween before. I don't like. I don't like Halloween. I don't like the Halloween franchise. I don't like Michael Myers. But this Halloween, I really mm. like. Mm. I really do, man. Um, and I'm not sure what's different about it. But I saw this multiple times. Did you really? Um, yeah, and in fact, Rachel hadn't seen this. We we watched it even uh, just a couple weeks ago or whatever, and she really liked it. Um, I've never given a fuck about Michael Myers. I've never understood why people give a fuck about Michael Myers. Um, now, it could be we did the Freddy vs. Jason marathon, and I was never a Jason fan mm-hmm. until we did the marathon. And now I would say now I'm maybe more of a Jason. So maybe now I'm just more um, into that lumbering kind of yeah. silent you know, antagonist or whatever, but this fucking worked for me, man. I, I liked so much of it. Right on. I, yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, let me add that real quick to the, one of the ones I missed. Okay. I just oh, you kind didn't of see forgot it? about that. Oh, it's good. I did. I did want to see it, and I and I missed it. I, I probably should have seen it. All right, we are in, uh, <clears throat> in that top five territory, right? Yeah, yeah, top five. All right, I can't and, wait to hear you guys as number five. And Brad, I'm uh, I'm kind of right with you, but I'm I'm tilting Infinity War on the other <laughs> side of that <laughs> line. Where was uh, yours, Nathan? Like eight. Uh, eight. Eight, yeah. eight. So, so number eight, five six, for me. Five. Yep. Uh, Infinity War, you know, same thing you said. It's like, um, you know, look, it, having anything live up to the expectations, you know, going in is is tough. I'll, I, you know, I'll definitely say I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. with Infinity War. I mean, it's super ambitious. You don't get, like, the movie to me could have been an extra 20 minutes long and filled right. in some extra gaps. I know a lot of people would have said, fuck that. But, um you know, for for its flaws, it is, uh, I think, terribly efficient in its storytelling, with one exception, and that's part of Neville Denier, Neville, whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. But other than that, dude, it's it's really efficient. It gets through a lot in a little bit of time. Um, and and look, I, it's like, what, what am I going to say? I get to see, like, all of my favorite yeah. characters that, yeah. for the last ten years... I just I kept getting introduced to new people that I never knew were going to be some of my favorite right. characters on screen. Like I don't, I didn't read comics. This is not a thing for me. I'm all about just the movies. And mm-hmm. so to have all of these characters that I love so much now and I get to see them interact with each other, it's just I, I can't even the small interactions like at the very end Winter Dude, Soldier Winter Soldier holds rocket. rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I holds told, rocket. I yeah. told Brad after it's like I never realized that I wanted to see Winter Soldier and Rocket <laughs> fucking hang out. And now yeah. I like Want that yeah. fucking Disney Plus show? Yeah, <laughs> you know, with Rock. No I want, so no, there's a lot of good moments. I mean, yeah. I, one of the things I really like is just when uh, when Star Lord does meet Tony Stark, mm-hmm. and you see that like Tony has known he has known Pete for like 55 seconds, and he's already tired of his shit. You know what I mean? Like you just see it on his fucking face. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, man. And that's it's it's uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't help but love yeah. it. Dude. And it's like, just like some simple lines, but it's so funny where. Uh, Banner can't turn into the Hulk, and, and Stark's like, "Dude, you're uh, you're embarrassing me in front of <laughs> <a> wizard." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just those interactions. Man. And I mean, so and for the most part, the effects are for the most part. So Tony's armor aside, and some of Wakanda, the effects are are phenomenal. Yeah. Everything's great, and uh, yeah, it's good shit. I love Infinity War. 
Awesome. Um, my number five is The Favorite. Um, it's nominated for 10 Academy Awards, and it's the movie I, I hope gets best picture, guys. Um, if you don't know what it's about, it's set in early 18th century England, and it's pretty much about these two women trying to one-up each other to be the chief advisor to the queen. And uh, it's a cat-and-mouse movie, which you know I'm a sucker for. Yep. Uh, you're a sucker for yep. as well. And uh, this is, this could have easily been a, a stuffy, conventional period piece movie mm -hmm. um but it has some attitude some spice yep. that is so refreshing for this type of movie um the dynamic between the three actresses is pitch perfect um yep. all three are nominated um for for multiple categories as they for, for, be. for best actress and mm -hmm. best supporting um but the script is witty it's dark it has drama it's it's funny um it is mm. best picture quality that i hope gets some recognition this year um the favorite is my number five so, dude, I am, I, I'm a, I, like, I'm a sucker for, you know, things where, where the bad guys win. I like, uh, I like fan service. Um, I like, uh, fucking westerns. Dude, fucking Ballad of Buster Scrubs is my mm. shit. Um, <laughs> I wanted to like that so much, man. Dude, I, and I, I can see it's, it's, people are going to be one way or the other, right? oh, okay. you know what I mean? Uh, it worked for me. Uh, some of, there's, there's multiple segments. If you're not familiar, it's like an anthology film, um, there are some segments that I think hit really well, and some of them, some of them are super slow and kind of don't really lead to anything. But uh, man, I, I did such a great experience. You know what I mean? And really, it was one of those things where like I didn't even fucking know what was coming out. Yeah, and it, it, it just dropped like a fucking surprise Beyonce record. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm gonna watch this shit tonight. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, yeah, man, fucking came out of nowhere and busted in top five. I think it's great. No, that's cool, man. I'm glad you like it. A lot of people do like it. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, that takes us to our number four. Number four. All right. Um, so this has been mentioned a couple times, and I'm, I'm going to go with what I also think is going to be a future uh, supernatural horror classic. You can't say Infinity War again. <laughs> Let me change something. <laughs> uh, Hereditary. Oh, cool. Um, oh, yeah. You know this movie. I I was lucky enough to see it in the theater, and um, I agree. I was. It it doesn't leave you. That movie just lingers with you. I yeah. could not get it out of my head. I I can say for the first time in a long time, I was like, I I was like, I had a rough time getting to sleep that night, and you know I'm like I'm. And just because, well, first of all, I mean, I watched it like two in the morning, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like couldn't stop thinking about it. And, uh, so I, I bought it on VOD when it came out and started watching it again. I was like, hmm, I really want to watch this yeah, in yeah. the middle of the night right now <laughs> because the movie just legitimately just puts me on edge. And it's so fucking well done. I mean, I did I did get through it, guys. I'm not a super oh. plus. How many times have you seen it? Just the, the Three ones? times. Okay. It yeah. might actually rank higher on my list if I was able to watch it again. I've only watched it once and it was in the theater. Yeah. And, uh, and um, you're right, man. Tony Collette, dude. Her performance is fucking amazing. Um, everything about that uh, hits the right notes. I'm somebody... I love atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't need... I don't need a lot of blood and stuff. You can just give me two or yeah. three key scenes of like shock, which is exactly what I got here. The, the, I think the third act or the, well, the climax, I'll say not the, it, the climax is fucking very effective when yeah. Tony Collette finally gets taken over when she's fucking sawing her goddamn head off with that yeah, thing and just wire looking whatever, at right. him. I'm like, fuck, I need to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's so, it's so effective. So, 
Uh, I do. I I do have some problems with it. Um, it's a handful of things. I'm just like you know. I don't care. Did you like? Did you connect with the ending? I liked the ending. I could have. I I I accept the ending. It's okay to me. I would like something more, hmm. but it doesn't. It doesn't lower it for me. Uh, but it doesn't raise it. My yeah. my biggest issues. My biggest issue with the movie really was. One or two key scenes where I feel like the characters aren't reacting in realistic ways. Because yeah. it, it ended with just a bunch of naked people in a treehouse, right? Yeah, that did, I think that's, that's what it, that's come. a remarkably reductionist way to say it. But yeah. yes, but yes, yes. <laughs> but um, you nailed it. But yes, <laughs> you find out. I mean, you find out what they were trying to do. I was like, uh, I, I got it all. My my biggest <laughs> my biggest issue though was was when it comes down to it. You know, these characters go through a lot of trauma. However, like. She she comes in and she like performs a seance uh-huh. and shit starts moving. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, it's like they're still in the house and nobody's like freaking out. And then it's like you know the dad's like, "Honey, I think you've really got some problems." Like, well, no <laughs> fucking shit. By the way, did you not yeah. see the supernatural shit happening the yeah, other yeah. night? And it's little shit like that that just kind of gets on my nerves. But I can look past that because it's so goddamn effective, and I can't wait to see what this guy does next. This director, yeah. I can't yeah. remember his name, but. Pocket. All right, guys. Uh, my top four here are all interchangeable. So if you don't like my number four and you're like, I should be number one or two, yeah. Yeah. it's like, dude, and all four <laughs> are different genres, too. I could probably see some of these going up for Pantheon. You know, um, I need to watch these over. Um, but, man, I tell you what, I loved the experience that I had with, with all four of these movies. Uh, my number four is Won't You Be My Neighbor. Mm, um, nice. I have a quote from Videolander, Doug Prime. He said, I watched Won't You Be My Neighbor tonight, and the overwhelming goodness and realness of Mr. Rogers just wrecked me. Uh, Tears of admiration for a man of audacious kindness and curiosity. I hope to be even a sliver of that to the people in my life's neighborhood. And um, I had the same feeling when I left the theater in 2018, and it came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And we live in a a very cynical time. I think we could all be reminded to just love. Just to love and to, and to show kindness, and I think it's a timely documentary. I think it's a timeless yeah. uh, documentary, and I, I didn't even grow up on Mister Rogers, guys. I think sure. I like you know I passed the TV a couple times when it was on. I don't know. I don't remember just sitting down and watching Mister Rogers, um, but I think it's timeless, man. Just his lessons. I think everyone could benefit from watching. Won't you be my neighbor? Um, it's just this beautiful exploration of life and lessons. And I tell you what, there's a scene at the very end, and I forget exactly what he says. But it's like, I think we should all just take a, a moment of silence. Mm-hmm. And I think we should just uh, pretty much remember the people who shaped you, who loved you, and made you to the person that you are today. I forget exactly what he mm-hmm. says, but it's along those lines. And, you know, it's, it's like, man, we get so busy in our life, you know, where, you know, I love my grandparents to death. They molded me, and they, uh, they, they showed me love, and I, I don't get to think about them that much, right. you know? Um, they've been dead for 20 years, and it's just like, man, it's nice just to pump the brakes, man, and... And just think. Think about those people who poured so much just life and love into you, you know? And it's just, I think, something that I need to take more time and put some time aside and just think and remember. And remember just that love and kindness. And I tell you what, this documentary is phenomenal. Everybody needs to see it. It's my number four. Well, it's hard to follow that, but all right. So... Number four um, is Suspiria. The uh, the last year they it's not quite a remake. I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with the '77. Um, 
I don't like Suspiria. <laughs> I don't like the original Suspiria. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. When I was about 21, um, Josh Collard, I believe, insisted that I would fucking love Suspiria. Mm. Um, so I watched it, and I mean, I did, did, absolutely fucking hated it. Like it was. So if you're not familiar, Suspiria is about like there's this dance academy, and there's there's a witch. There's not a lot of character work. There's not even a lot of dialogue. A lot of like what's being told is being told. Like there's just color. You know what I mean? And, like, you're kind of meant to interpret the story through, like, changes in hue and, like, I just, fucking whatever. Like, I don't give a shit about that. Um, So, I want to talk about Suspiria. The the new Suspiria is nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and maybe that's a disappointment to people who do like Suspiria and do like the the Mother's trilogy. Um, There is a little bit toward the climax. They put that red filter on and it's kind of an homage. Uh, But... You know the the overarc the oh in general the uh, the color scheme is very drab yeah um and it's uh it just works for me man I like Tilda Swinton I'll take Tilda Swinton anytime yeah, I can get her she yeah. plays about four characters in that movie yeah. including the the old man that I didn't realize it was like seventy five percent of the way through the movie and I was like is that fucking Tilda Swinton as a dude was it it is yeah man she plays I, the, I she tell, plays the old man that's awesome yeah. that's fantastic I. I I could tell there was some makeup going on. Yeah, but that's awesome. I didn't know that was Tilda Swinton. That's cool. It's, that's yeah, really it's crazy. Cool. I know. I think. I think in that the, was weird having Chloe in there. Chloe for like just a second. Yeah, it was kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. I don't know. It was just it was weird. Yeah, I wasn't sure in the beginning how I felt about it, and and I do think the third act has some unfortunate yeah. CGI special effects. I don't think work very well. Yeah. But in general, the more I've I thought loved about it. the movie, I loved it until the third act. And that third act, the last 20 minutes were that, that you know, it might be an homage, but that filter where it turns red. It's yeah, not yeah. even just the filter, but it's just the, uh, the, the the main demon guy going around and biting off everybody's fucking yeah. heads. It was just weird. The, the effect doesn't, I think the effect looks weird. It's just messy. Uh, it just, I didn't care for that. But the, the longer I've sat with the movie, though, the more I really like it. And, yeah. and the more I've come to appreciate, because um, Dario Argento came up with, you know, the whole mythology for these characters and stuff, and I'm, I, I'm into that. It was just the original movie I didn't care for. Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, rebooting that for me, yeah, this yeah. does a wonderful job, I think. Yeah. It was just unfortunate with that third act, because I think they it's nailed just it. that. I think, yeah, yeah. That third act, yeah, it just doesn't close well for me. But I'll tell you what, man, those first uh, two acts, completely solid, man. Yeah. Completely solid. All right, that takes us to number three. Goddamn, man. It's another one that I missed. Suspiria? Yeah. I just caught I was up on that the, one about two weeks ago. I was really yeah. on the fence if I even wanted to see it. I really like the original Suspiria. Well, when it's not dubbed. Okay. The dub is insufferable. But anyway. No, I haven't. Dude, I haven't seen it for... Again, I was 21 or something. Mm-hmm. My, my taste in cinema have changed, but yeah. I did not like it. I still like don't it. think... It, you, yeah, it, you still wouldn't care for it. It has probably, a I would lot say. of problems. Yeah. I'm just... The cinematography is unique and yeah. stylish and interesting, but the rest of the movie is no, just a, it's you know, not, whatever. It's something to watch. Right. Suspiria is a movie I like to watch and experience and yeah. listen to, but not... But I think if you had like a what yeah. the fuck... Um, <laughs> if you had a piece of paper with all the what the fucks, it'd probably be full. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number three, um, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Mm, uh, nice. I am. I agree uh, with pretty much everything Brad said. Um, you know, again, it just... It's a movie that more than... I, I probably more than any other movie this year just made me think and reflect and um I always love when a movie's able to pull it off granted it's a documentary I mean it's you know it's different than a obviously a nonfiction work but um I, I I will go ahead and just and put in my my tiny little gripe with it at the end of the day this really is a piece in praise of Mr. Rogers I'm not looking for the dirt on Fred Rogers. I don't, I'm not wanting to dig into that. However, on a practical level, 
I do wish that we could get a little bit of insight on how this man managed to maintain the attitude that he had when, let's face it, the majority of the world didn't operate the same way that he did. Sure. It's something that I, I do wish we could have gone in a little bit more detail. Maybe those details just don't exist. He probably just didn't share it. But I'm sure he was asked a lot. It's like, how do you sure. do this and do you get a real answer? But there were little hints at it. You know, there's a couple times, you know, crew members talking about, you know, things weren't always great on set. And I was like, I just wanted to know how, how we navigated that. But... That said, that's okay. I've given up on the idea of an unbiased documentary. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, and so what I'm left with, though, is an incredibly inspiring, um, you know, piece of work that does dig yeah. into some of, of, you know, Mr. Rogers' past and how he got to where he is yeah. and what he did. And No, I get but, I, I feel you because uh, it was interesting. When, <laughs> when I watched this movie, it did come off as a, uh, like a little bit of hero worship. You know, I think I've heard sure. you say that before. And, uh... I actually made it my mission. I was like, dude, he can't be that perfect. And I actually... We did the interview. I sought out the real-life fucking neighbor of Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, a lot of people are watching this documentary. You know, it's 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 on a high right now. No one's saying anything bad. I was like, I want to know what his real-life neighbor thought. Mm -hmm. And he had nothing but fantastic things yeah. to say. Who He wasn't even a part of that documentary. Where yeah. it was like, yeah, he's calling in before a, before a music gig. Yeah. you like, hey, you know, do a good job. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. just, it just warms your fucking heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and just, and, <clears throat> and again, the, the idea that, you know, this man, he, he wasn't delusional. He, he sure. saw real problems. He didn't yeah. pretend like the world was perfect. He just approached it in a different way. Yeah. And in a way that was ultimately helpful to himself and a, pretty much everybody that he interacted with and um you know it, it it's again it, it's super inspiring and i i also didn't really grow up on him i, I watched him yeah, yeah but it wasn't like clockwork it wasn't like exactly. oh yeah mr rogers is on you know it yeah. just he'd show on he'd show up whenever i was in front of the tv <laughs> at that time yeah, you yeah. know and i would watch um but yeah uh it's it's a very well made and um i think everybody should see it at least once yeah, for sure. Um, my number three is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, it's one of the best comic book movies ever made. Best is a big title, though. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, I still haven't decided where it fits on my top ten comic book movies list. I need to see it a few more times to decide that, but it is it is phenomenal. Um, the animation pops. It's just an orgasm of colors. I hope that's yeah. appropriate to say for an animated movie. But uh, the, the collider scenes are beautiful. I would say the collider scenes are more trippier than Pink Floyd the Wall. <laughs> okay? But uh, I can't say enough about the colors and the design and the world building. And uh, Lord and Miller wanted Spider-Verse to feel like you walked inside of a comic book. Yeah. And I think they succeeded. Uh, the animation lets them do things that a live-action um, comic book movie, a Spider-Man movie, never could. You know, sure. Uh, I think the story is fresh, it's humorous, and it has a huge heart. Um, again, I don't know where it fits on my top ten comic book movies ever made, but it is—it was a joy, and I can't wait to watch it again when it comes out. The soundtrack was awesome. Uh, Post Malone's "Sunflower" is such a fantastic yeah, song. I wish it was longer than like thirty-five seconds long. Yeah, yeah you know, but yeah. yeah, it's great. It's my number three, guys. Okay, <laughs> so you touched base on this earlier, man. Uh, number three for me is Ready Player One. I rank cool. it pretty high for this nice. year, honestly. But again, I like fan service. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can put me down. So for a long time, man, I really liked Sucker Punch. And it was like, it's not a great fucking movie, 
But it was like, what do you like about this? And I was like, well, there's like fucking schoolgirl commandos who like parajop into a castle and fight orcs <laughs> with fucking swords. And then there's like a dragon fucking dog fights with a beat the two bomber. It's like, like it's like the movie my dick would write. Yeah. You know, like like like, like yeah. what what do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like What else so, can there be? You know, yeah. You're telling me you're telling me so like I mean well, I'm I'm not in in no way am I exaggerating. Like in the theaters when fucking he takes the Gundam form and fights fucking Mechagodzilla, like I had a fucking tear because yeah. I'm just like so happy. You know what I mean? I just I really enjoy just like that pop culture reference shit. Like uh-huh. and you, you know yeah, seeing like an OG Gundam fight fucking Mechagodzilla, like fuck in 3D, fuck yeah, it, yeah. this is awesome. It was uh, just an uh, amazing experience, man. Um, you know, it's one of those things that like I don't watch. I do we ha- we own it now, and the kids want to watch it a lot, and I, you know. I don't see a lot of movies in 3D. I don't go to IMAX a lot. I don't. I just don't care. This is one of those movies. I feel like, man, you had to fucking really? be there. It was an experience, you know. Especially when the blood comes out of the elevators and stuff, and it's like, oh man. Um, I just have, I have a wonderful time with Ready Player One, man. I, I agree. Um, so every people will always say to me like, oh, it could have been so much better. The book was so much mm-hmm. better. Well, like, and they changed quite a bit. Like I, I know they most of the book. Yeah, and uh, they changed. They changed a lot, and I'm cool with it. It makes me want to read the book for sure. Yeah. But I like the experience that I have. Yeah, I just want to figure out some things, and uh, something that uh, we're gonna do sometime here, hopefully in the next few months, uh, Nathan, is we're gonna do a commentary yeah, yeah. on Ready Player One, and I can't wait to break that down because maybe there's some things that uh, that that you see that I didn't, and explains that world a little bit more, mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that's keeping it out of, like, my top five, top six, is understanding that world, like, you know, how, how can he get this car, how can he have this, um, just, just the economy in general, okay. you know, and I want to explore that more, maybe we yeah. can find I look forward to having that conversation. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to. All right, we're at number, number two. two. All right, number two is one that... Uh, Snuck up on me, and I love when this happens. I look forward to it every year when you see that movie. And like, awesome! One of my new favorite movies. I didn't even know it existed. It was Death of Stalin. Oh, cool! Um, it's uh, it's it's the black <clears throat> comedy about the death of Joseph Stalin and the power struggle that happens afterwards with his top officials to try and get control of the nation. And um, it's just fucking jam packed with fucking talent the the ensemble is just I, I don't know it's it's one of the best ensembles i've ever seen i don't i don't recognize some of these people but i recognize a lot of them but all of them i was just like jesus christ these guys are yeah there's everybody fucking there. awesome and um i don't know i i it's, it's honestly hard to to Explain. First of all, there's no. As Nathan mentioned what's it, this what's earlier, what's it on Rotten Tomatoes right now? I don't. Oh look, I'm not even sure. Yeah, there's. Um, they they don't use any. It, it all have, takes place in Russia, obviously. No Russian accents. No. They don't even attempt. Russian. They like some people attempt. have American accents, some people have English accents, and there's no attempt. All to the actors <laughs> use their natural accents. They just act. They just perform, and they just let the characters just be themselves. And I'm. It, I like instantly got it. Got it. I was like, okay, I'm down with this, and I didn't notice at all right after that. And uh, but, dude, it it is, it's funny. It's got you know some pretty you know deadpan humor. Mm-hmm. It's you, you just it's not it's not like it's super not, it's not chuckly laugh yeah. laugh. You know, but um, I'm so glad we watched it though because <laughs> I, I went to go take my wife to um, a theater in Indianapolis, and uh, some shit came up, and uh, we, we didn't go see it. I'm like, well. 
it's not going to be that great. It's going to be one of those movies that yeah. uh, you, you want to see and they, it gets some critical critical acclaim, but it's not going to break your 10. Yeah. Okay, fuck it. And um, so, you know, we, we didn't make it. And then I'm like, okay, we should probably watch this. And we almost didn't. Yeah. We almost didn't. <laughs> almost didn't. And we pushed play and we were glued the yeah. whole time. And I was just like, fucking A, this is amazing. Well, yeah. And, and the, other, the other thing about it, really the hook of this whole thing is A, that there's no accents. And B, like they speak like just modern day people yeah. they're like oh fuck you know yeah. I mean, they say <laughs> yeah. that type of stuff and it's it they're really they just seem to embody the spirit of their character more than you know and create a character based sure. on a historical person mm-hmm. it's just like you know it's it's it could be any country it could be anywhere yeah, right. it doesn't matter it's just it's mm-hmm. this is the power struggle but you feel you feel the fear underneath all of it and that's the thing that honestly to me kind of elevates this whole thing is you know most black comedies really when you get down to it there's some dark shit going on in this movie any black comedy that i can think of is about vicious attempts at dominance it's they're always about a power struggle always this one is just like a prime example of one and that but that underlying fear of what's actually going on the the fact that you can connect this to real history is actually quite terrifying and it's got a pretty bleak ending yeah. also um that may be yeah, kind of su- kind of su- surprising head. at just how dark it gets mm-hmm. but uh super effective hilarious i mean it, it, like, it just depends on your type of humor <laughs> yeah. if you if you're not laughing in the first 10 minutes forget it you won't laugh <laughs> mm-hmm. in my opinion you can just whatever but uh if you do get into it watch it's fucking it's it's a new classic for me i'm gonna love this movie forever awesome um, what was it on RT? Uh, 96, I think. Is it 96? Yeah. I knew it was going to be high. <laughs> high. High. Yeah. Um, so my number two was so unexpected. Um, I'm actually really jazzed to hear your thoughts on it. I don't think it'll rank as high for you as it does for me, Nathan. Um, but man, so unexpected. I'm going Creed 2. Oh, nice, man. Um, <laughs> this movie probably shouldn't work as well as it does. Um, Ryan Coogler didn't return for directing duties. Um, and then Stallone started pushing his ideas for the sequel. I love Sly. Okay, I love Sly, but he's he's hit or miss. Was he going to give us, uh, was Creed 2 going to be Rocky or Rocky 5? You know, uh, you just don't know what you're going to get when he starts getting creative. And he started talking about bringing uh, back Ivan Drago, you know, and everything he was saying sounded boring and typical and very formulaic. And I remember thinking, it's like, God damn it, man. You know, it's like, we need to be going yeah. forward, okay? Ryan Coogler set you up, okay? We need to go forward, not backward. Um, but it turned out fucking amazing. Um, I love the story of Ivan and his son. Um, I'd watch a spinoff movie following their relationship. I think they nailed it. I actually left wanting more from them. Um, I bought into Creed's journey, and I think this is going to make or break for some people, um, but I bought into Adonis Creed's journey, and I think everything that happens to him in this movie, uh, fighting Drago's son, uh, Bianca's hearing loss, his daughter's handicap, his relationship with Rocky, everything was handled so beautifully, and I think everything that Adonis you know, goes through in this movie was appropriate, all of his challenges, I think, makes him a better character going forward. I will buy him as the fucking champion in the next movie. Okay. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, Stallone was great as Rocky, as usual. Um, I thought this was a great passing of the torch, and that's what it really felt like. It felt yeah. like a passing of the torch, like Stallone's done now, you know? And well, uh, it's his last... Supposedly. It's his last That's film. what he says. That's what he says. And uh, Which is kind of weird after you see the, the ending okay. of Creed 2, but uh, I, I want him... I want him around for one mm-hmm. more to kind of cap off. 
Yep. Yeah. The, the Creed the Creed trilogy, but uh, the soundtrack was awesome. I still listen to it daily at the gym. I'm not, dude. I'm talking daily. Uh, there's that track running. It's the desert song. Yeah. It's, it's so so fucking good. It gets me pumped up for my workouts. Um, I really connected with this movie, and uh, all the signs were there that it, it would not. Um, I was worried it's, it's not even gonna break my ten, you know. But it ended up being my number two movie of the year. Yeah. I've been talking about it nonstop. Um, I'm in the mo- I am in the minority on this, but I think it's better than Creed. Okay, I really mm-hmm. do. It's my number two. That's crazy. Yeah, it didn't break your. It didn't even break no, your ten, did didn't it? Break my ten. Yeah. You well, you had, don't know what my number one is. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I knew it wasn't gonna be that because I knew you had some issues with it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we've talked into like the yeah. late hours of the, <laughs> of the night yeah. talking about Creed too. No, and it's funny because I, dude, I love Michael B. Jordan. I love Tessa Thompson. I mm-hmm. love fucking Sly. Like, dude, I, I really, I love Creed. And I, if I had to guess, I mean, Rocky is up there for like people. People ask me, my people ask me. We talk about movies all the time. It's like, what's your favorite movie? And like, you know, because we watch so many, mm-hmm. I, it's it's so hard. But if I slow down and I think about it, like. It might be fucking Rocky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It could, it probably, it could number, be Rocky. That's my like, number two. Easy. That's yeah. one of the only questions I can answer. Dude, and there is a, there's a scene. It's just important to me. Yeah. It, you know what's what I mean? important I think, here, I think, for Creed too, is they didn't play Dra- uh, Drago as a as a cartoon. Yep. You know, right. it's it's a, like they they deal with what's life been like for him. Yeah. Right. For like the last thirty <laughs> fucking years, you know, he's very cold and mm-hmm. shut off. He's been disowned, you know, from fucking Russia. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, he was basically like a Soviet fucking super weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean, they're training him underground and, and shit. Beat, and if he know? gets beat, then what? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and there, there's a scene, dude. And I'm, this isn't anything special. No, you're cool. I know you're I gonna watch. I've, it, I've read the synopsis. Okay. You can say whatever. The there, fuck there's you want. a scene, dude. It's just, it's very small, but it shows him coming to uh, going to. Um, fucking Rocky's town, right? And he goes, he climbs the steps. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. just shows him, everyone's praising the statue. And it's just like him just fucking staring at it. <laughs> and it is slow, so legit. It is so cool. I, mean, I just love that that relationship. You know, and like, I, I think there was a deleted scene where it's like, Rocky and, you know, Drago go at it. You know, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see nope. that. And they nope. don't do that. Yep. They don't do that. There's a couple stairs, yeah. but there's nothing like that. There's some emotional beats. We're at the end. Like, dude, I'm rooting for Drago and his son by yeah. the end of this movie. Yeah, it was it was yeah. done so well. Yeah, Ugh. Drago. That that relationship <clears throat> with Drago and his son is is that 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 is the the best part of of Creed Two. I agree. It, it is. I always find it kind of ironic that they branch off from the main from they pull so much from Rocky Four, mm-hmm. which to me is. The most cartoony of oh. the Rocky movies. It's just, which it's kind of nice to me that to, it's not retconning, but it's fixing a lot of issues, I, I guess, for me. We, we've it's, talked about before, like you want to support, you know what I mean? You want to support your your bad mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. I think. You know what I mean? You you can own you your can bad t- babies. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So if you can support it with something better down the line, it yep. sort of retroactively kind of fixes some things. Yep. So. Sorry. Right, wait, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, Brian, it's, but, all, it's all you, yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. Uh, wait, wait, number two? Number two. Number yeah, two. Number two. Number two um, for you. Dude, I've been trying number, to get... Number two for you. Oh, hey, I've been trying <laughs> to get people into this. Um, so I didn't get into hip-hop. I, I've been into hip-hop for a long time, but like I didn't like really understand hip-hop until I got into like communist hip-hop. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was the first time that I feel like I really understood. Because like, you know, hip-hop is about struggle and it's about class struggle. You know what I mean? And like when you frame it as like as like a as like an anti-capitalist thing, like, fuck, I get that. You know what I mean? Like I'm a fucking white dude from the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> White County, Indiana. Uh, like, but if you frame it as like a class struggle thing, then I fucking I get hip-hop. So like uh Boots Riley, who's the singer from The Coup, 
directed and wrote a film called Sorry to Bother You. Sorry to Bother You blew my fucking shit up. Like, and I can't get anybody to watch it. Um, but hey, watch out Pantheon next season. So, <laughs> so <laughs> damn it! Because, <laughs> you know, I like, uh, I like, they have a record called Sorry to Bother You. I like nominating shit based on records. <laughs> um, it's, it's a scathingly anti capitalist, um, angry fucking movie about class warfare and about capitalism and about just fucking tearing shit down and it's fucking it's real fucking good brad like uh so yeah i'm really i'm really anxious to see so we we were we were trying to figure out that i was gonna nominate it this season Uh and then it was like but it came out it has to be a year later you know what i mean so i was like uh well i was like well it came out sundance you know Uh at this time and can i can i move my nomination back uh, but anyway, potentially next season. But I can't say enough, th- enough good things about Sorry to Bother You, man. Like, um, the music is all done by the coup, so if you like that, you'll maybe get into the music. Yeah. Um, I, I had one problem Tessa with Thompson's it. in it. Yeah, she's hot yeah. too. And I, <clears throat> uh, I had one problem with it, and uh, it was the uh, the dubbed <clears throat> white voice. You know, I love it. See, and then because uh, you you come off of Black mm-hmm. Klansman, mm-hmm. and they were acting, they're acting the white voice right. in that movie. Have you watched Black Klansman? I have not, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm it's, aware. It's the same yeah. kind of thing, right? Um, not the story. There's sure. no yeah, fucking horse people with giant cocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yes, you heard that, Ryan. Right. You're gonna love yeah. this. You, yeah, <laughs> you can't talk about that. People will watch it after you say that. Well, okay, yeah, we'll stop. I, no, there's no horse cocks. My head came up. <laughs> Dude, they look pretty fucking awesome. They, they look, look cool. Yeah. They look cool. But uh, that's that's what lost me with that. That's what lost me with that movie was I did not like the dubbed over white voice. I'm especially okay. after coming off Black Clans uh, because I, I feel like as an actor you would want to act that out, and that's what they do in Black Klansmen, You know? Yeah. Um, lost me there. See, I think, and and, and I, mean, I haven't seen Black Klansmen, so mm. bear with me. But like, I think it has because they put it's it's David Cross, and I can't remember who does the other one. But it's the whitest fucking voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it's very um, exaggerated. It's very exaggerated, but I think it needs to be. And I think that goes to the tone of the coup. And if you if you're familiar yeah. with the music and stuff, I just think it. I don't disagree with what you're saying, um, but I think it fits the tone better for what I think he's going for. And, and, and sometimes it, it didn't sync up right for me. You know, like the dub yeah, but group. I think it's. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. It, you know what? I I, think that's they, part of the fun to me. I think that is, would be a fun versus though, Black Klansman and. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry I about it. Would. You. I think it would. Yeah. But all right, I have a feeling your guys is. I'm not going to call it out here, but I think your guys' number one will be the same. You think so? It may well I've been be. Tracking it it. I've been tracking it. I've been tracking it. I've noticed that you haven't said it. Plus, so. my phone's been on. You can read my. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I, I haven't no, said it. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, my number one. Just say is three, two, one. Spider-Man. <laughs> <and> Spider-Verse. <laughs> is it yours? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Look, I I watched this movie. Three times, four, three times, three times in the theater. I can't wait for it to come out on video. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I can talk about the art style. I'm a, I fucking love animation. I love a melding of 3D and 2D. And this will just took it to this whole other crazy yeah. level that just, uh, it, it's, it's amazing to see. Push that all aside though. And, um, it's not my favorite Spider-Man movie. I don't think it's the best Spider-Man. I have issues with this movie, with the the story, some of the story. Do, do shit you like in this the movie. Raimi Spider-Man stuff? No, I don't. I, you I know don't. what? I think I like the stories. Okay. In the Raimi Spider-Man, on paper, I don't like their execution. Okay. Honestly, I watched Spider-Man always saying, "Oh, the Raimi shit." I, I, I can't no, stand. I, it. I, I watched I watched Spider-Man one, and I was like, 
I really, actually, I don't think I like this. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I have issues with some of the Spider-Verse stuff and the other people coming in. I feel like they were grossly underutilized. I feel like they, and, and it's, there's so many things that from like a screenwriting quote unquote perspective, as if I'm a screenwriter, um, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. I understand why a lot of choices were made, but in the end I feel like these other Spider-Men really didn't do a whole lot. And they're just, they're kind of there to, they're kind of there as some counterpoint and support to Miles. It's Miles' story, 100%. I understand why they're there, but in the end, it's just a jumping off point. I feel like I'll get my, hopefully, I'll get everything I wanted in the sequels that hopefully they pump out. Um, But that said, (laughs) what's left, though, push my gripes aside, push away the animation, and you really do have a surprisingly emotional story, yeah. a great story following Miles, um, and it's it's the heart of this movie that that works so well. I mean, it's super exciting when it's exciting. The animation gets you pumped. It's the music's fucking killer. Surprisingly, thing. I don't love modern. Look, I don't like modern music. I don't like modern hip hop. Okay, I mean, Post Malone can suck my dick for like. No, I agree. I don't want to say but, that because he's probably. No, it, you know, but listen, but, <laughs> I, I agree, but it fucking works. But it works, it works so works. well, yeah. dude. I could, I, I loved it. I listened to the soundtrack, and but especially within the context of the movie, everything clicked. The style was going, yeah. but mm. the story worked. There's so many little things. Like I just, I remember there's that scene where he's tied up to the chair, and his dad comes to yeah. tell him about his uncle, and it's just kind of that moment where I just, it just clicked in my head. I was like, how brilliant is it that they managed. To get him in this position, this this they're on two sides of this door, and he's literally tied up. He can't move and he can't talk. It's mm-hmm. like how do you, as someone writing a story, how do you naturally get us to a point where this is the scenario? The dad can come, right. he can't say anything. He's just forced to listen, and his dad is is just forced to say what he needs to say. Yeah, I was just like, you know, for all the griping that I have to do, this is really fucking smart these yeah. these guys care about these characters and everything else i i do have gripes I, at first i was just like so blown away by the animation how much fun i was having that i didn't think about the story i visualized the story but in the end though entertainment value and i think longevity i mean to kick off a new hopeful franchise you can't get much better than this, dude. This right. movie was amazing. So, what's your opinion right now of like Lord and Miller, man? Because last year, your They're favorite fire, man. Your favorite movie last year was I think it was the same as mine, Lego yeah, Batman. Lego Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. They're they're fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the animation. <laughs> Lego Movie Two. I know that people aren't giving it as much love, yeah, but I'd I think Lego good. Movie Two is fucking Great. awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right now, I don't dude, know which one I like better, man. Lego. Uh, Lego Batman is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah but between yeah. Lego One and Lego two, two, I think they're fucking pretty close. Yeah, dude, they're they're on fucking yeah. fire. Right I would now. love to have seen their solo movie too. Their Star Wars solo. Oh, Jesus. I think it might have been the shot in the arm that fucking Star Wars needs right now, man. I would love to see what they were going to do with that movie. No, I, yeah. I can. No, I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. Fuck, that movie was abysmal, but yeah. You mind if I go because I aspire? Yeah, no, yeah, um, yep. Dude, the music works so well, man. So what's your number one? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fire. Um, the music works so well. Um, you get different pieces of New York through the music, like even when you yeah. when, when you're with when you with, oh. like because it's all the new shit. But then when you go to like Uncle Aaron's, it's dude, old school, yeah. it's Biggie, 
and like I almost cried, man. Yeah. When they, were, they were playing fucking um, uh, fucking black sheep or who was the black sheep? They play a little mixtape on their spray paint. Uh, yeah, 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 I was like, dude, I have I have no reason to fucking connect with this shit, but yeah. I love this shit. You know, it's, just <laughs> it's great, man, and like it really came out of nowhere. And and you know, look like. It came out at the same time as fucking Aquaman, you know what I mean? And, like, I felt like Aquaman sucked up all the... And, and look, like, I watched them both, um, and it's not that I hate Aquaman. I think Aquaman's okay. Yeah. It's whatever. I think it's a step in the right direction. It's certainly a step yeah. in the right direction. I regard it the same way I regard most of the Marvel movies. Like, it was good yeah. popcorn shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was cool. It, it worked. Um, but it was, like, everyone's talking about this. And I think this is why, like, because I feel like when I talk I about... I think it's because it's animated. I don't think a lot of people hold it up there with, with live action. No, and I, and I get that. It, it was just a, like, I, I feel like every time I talk about Aquaman, I feel like I'm being real resentful. And it's only because of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It was like, ev- would you shut the fuck up about this? You know what I mean? And go see <laughs> Spider-Man. Because, like, this is... So, I think I watched Spider-Man first. And then Rachel, we, we, we went out and it was we had one night we could go out and see something. She was like, I want to see Aquaman. I was like, alright, fuck it, fine. So, we went to go see Aquaman. And she's like, I really, she's like, I liked Aquaman. And I was like, I fucking wish that you had seen Spider-Man, though, first. Because I think you would understand how just deeply mediocre this is in comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did get a chance to go see Spider-Man as well, and she loved it. Um, yeah, I think it's... It may be the best superhero movie. You know what I mean? Like, And, it, and it's just... It, I That's kind of... I resent this, the Aquaman stuff because it's like no one's talking... This might be the best yeah. superhero movie. You, you put it, Spider-Man it be. up against Aquaman like on, in our... Uh... Our awards, yeah, all the categories, and Spider Man crushes. Just crushes. It crushes yeah. Aquaman. Um, well, we were talking today about putting you know two movies against each other, right. like Spider Verse and something else, and you're like, well, I'm I don't, just want, I don't, I don't want that other movie to get crushed. And you know, my yeah. thought was, I agree, but you know, fucking Spider Verse. I think uh, you put anything against Spider Verse, and it yeah. crushes. I can't tell you one thing that it wouldn't crush in, the, in its own genre. There are a lot. Of, I mean, I like. Um, I'm a big fan of the Watchmen film. I, I really do like that. I know it's not for everybody. This is the only thing that comes close to that for me. You know what I mean? And and you know, let it, let it sit with me for a little bit. Yeah, I might like thing. it more. That's my thing. I gotta let it sit with me. You know, because mm-hmm. I do have like, man, I'm a huge Dark Knight fan. You know, there's a couple yeah, other Dark ones. Knight. There's a couple other ones. You know, but Spider Verse is fucking solid, guys. Yeah, fucking solid. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to to say about Spider Verse? I don't think so, man. Yeah, it's a great so, film. If you guys haven't watched, it, fucking it's... check it out. All right, well we're done. Yeah, we're done. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was yours? <laughs> yeah, uh, my number one movie of 2018 is um, the movie that uh, I almost missed. It's the death of Stalin, yeah. guys. And and I'm glad because um, you know I'm glad we didn't miss it. It's my number one. It's so rare. It's like it's this year's um, Four Lions. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think Come it's this year's and... Four Lions. If you yeah. haven't watched Four Lions, check that out. But uh, we've talked about how. Um, if you haven't heard of you know about Death of Stalin, it's about the power struggle following the death of Soviet uh, leader um, Joseph Stalin, which you brought, already brought up. I felt like I'm going to echo everything that you said. Um, I don't know if I can bring anything else to it, but uh, if that sounds boring, I get it. Um, but the situation, the, his death, makes for one of, I think, the funniest movies of the year and the scariest. Um, the, the, I think it's a perfect political satire. Um, it, it's funny as hell. The cast is brilliant. I think it's the best ensemble of 2018. Again, echoing what you said, uh, Ryan. Um, everyone is on top of their game. I don't think there's one weak performance. And it's, uh, like I said, it's horrifying. It's fucking horrifying. I can't get the last scene out of my head. There is a scene that uh, I, I won't spoil, um, but it, it has stuck with me. And I, I, I'm just going to leave it there because I want everybody to experience kind of like the uh, the scene in Hereditary. Sure. Yeah. You know? um, but I'm blown, I'm blown away by the skill on display from everyone involved. It's the movie of 2018 I've decided to champion. 
it's my number one. Nice. Can we just say real quick some great um, movies with ensemble casts? Yeah. Or at least at least two handers. You know, we got several leads. You know, this year was a was a really good year for that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. So I agree. Any other comments about top ten? Not for top ten. Always, I'd like to talk a little bit more about 2018 movies in general. We got yes. To, okay. Cool. Let, let's talk about honorable yeah. mentions. Um, Ryan, any yeah. honorable mentions? Yes. Or I Nathan, do. do you want to start it off? No, go ahead, Ryan. All right, no problem. Let's see. Um, uh, Mandy uh, was one of mine. I was, you know, at, in the end, I was, I was somewhat disappointed. I wasn't too shocked. This director, I can't remember his name now. Um, you know, he did Beyond the Black, Beyond the Black Rainbow, yeah. which was a mind fuck of a movie, a mind fever dream, crazy ass shit, hard to get through, honestly, but. Sort of mesmerizing, and this is kind of a lesser version of that. It was a little yeah. more streamlined. It was a little easier to digest, I think, but suffers from the same problems. Kind of slow. It's like I, I don't know, but very unique. Hard to get out of your head. A bit of a visual feast to yeah. watch. And did, did you uh, watch Mandy? I haven't watched it. It's that. interesting. I don't know if you'd like it, but yeah. it does have my favorite line, and it's where probably over a year. When Nicholas Cage is talking about going after the people who killed Mandy, and they're just like, "So what? You know, who who are they, or whatever?" He, they yeah. they say, and he goes, "It's it's this crazy evil man." Yes, it's yeah, uh, and he yeah. has the best facial expression at the end where he's driving and he's covered oh, in blood, yeah. and he just looks, dude. So he's driving this car at the very end. It's the last shot. He's driving in the car and he just looks over to the camera. He's like. <laughs> yeah, it's covered in blood. Just crazy ass Nicholas Cage, man. Oh. So you know, um, I don't, that sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cousin Wayne art house movie. Uh, yeah, Probably, no, yep. you got me on that. <laughs> yes, yeah, like. definitely. Um, also, Ready Player One. Mm -hmm. I actually saw it a couple times. In I the figured theater. that would crack your ten. Um, yeah, it, it 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 almost did, dude. These movies are so close mm -hmm. on, um, on the bottom half. Um, again, Spielberg's. I agree with you hundred percent. Spielberg's best movie in the decade. Yeah. Um, what was the other one though? The Soldier, the bridge, bridge of spies, bridge of spies. Yeah, I, I I like that one. It's okay. I like that one. Okay, yeah, but... BFG fucking blue donkey dick. Um, what war horse? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, war horse. I don't give a fuck about fucking Tintin. Horse. Tintin. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I like Tintin. I, I do like Tintin. Tintin. I don't think it's uh, no. I don't think yeah. it's better than most of his shit. No, but I like it. But it was it was nice to see a glimmer of hope for for Spielberg. I did enjoy it. the live action segments. Had a lot of issues for me, but all in all, it's it, it's. Captured a little bit more of that Spielberg magic that we've been missing. It yeah. was fun to feel feel that again, and and I, I liked it. It was it was pretty pretty good. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout. Also, uh, I agree. It's probably one of the high points of the series. At the end of the day, I can't fucking keep up with these goddamn movies. Everyone backstabs everybody. It is kind of I can't. It is I can't do it. And halfway through the movie, I'm just like, okay, you know what? I literally, I'm just like, I have to stop caring and trying to keep up. When something happens, I just roll with it. Yeah, and that's why I wish it wasn't connected to Rogue One. I really, I yeah. wish it was just a standalone adventure. But did you, and, did you get to see MI Six? You know what? No, I, I'm not big in a Mission Impossible man. Okay. And I, I watched the first like maybe two or three when I was younger, and I just I had never caught up. Oh man, yeah, the the, the last ones are good. Um, I, I really enjoy where the Mission Impossible franchise is right now. I do think it's in a really good yeah, place. Yeah, it's in a healthy spot. It's, yeah, the healthy is a great way to put it. So I, I'm looking forward to the next one. Fallout, uh, dude, all the stunts. That's all pretty cool. Although I have to say, I I couldn't tell. There's stuff that was real that I thought was fake. 
And so it's impressive to know this stuff. But at the end of the day, it honestly, it kind of lessens the whole, like, real is better thing when I can't tell if it's real or not. Yeah. So it's like, ah. <laughs> uh, like, I'm sorry that Tom Cruise almost lost his life probably 30 times because I couldn't really tell. But it was still great. Um, and then um, I, I enjoyed A Quiet Place quite a bit. I really liked A Quiet Place. Um, it's got plenty of problems. Um, but all in all, I, I do think that it's probably the best family drama I saw all year. That's primarily really what it is. I thought yeah. that that part of it worked extremely well and i'm really looking forward to whatever i'm sure krasinski's just doing quiet place 2 next but i look forward to seeing what he does i think he's off to a really good start um i think that's it i don't have a lot of like runners up you know what yeah, i mean i don't either um I, I made some notes about movies that like there are a lot of movies that that people really like like well, the quiet place is one like it was like it came out and everyone everyone was just talking about quiet place like, yeah like, I, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, it was okay. I liked it. Um, you know, there's so many things that you watch that, like, it gets so much buzz on Facebook or something. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, let me yeah. check this out. I'm like, yeah. You never quite know what's going to be, like, the hot thing. Yeah. I haven't watched Bird Box or whatever. I know, like, yes, that's, yeah. like, all anybody fucking talks about. Um, you mean Quiet Place with Eyes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying at work, I was like, you know, we've had... You know, the quiet place where you can't say anything, and then, like, Bird Box where you can't see shit. I would love it if there was just, like, shit that you couldn't smell, or you just right. fucking die. You know what I mean? And everybody's walking around with fucking, like, clothespins on their nose right. and shit. Like, that's the whole fucking movie. Like, or maybe a movie where you can't hear. You know, they could do the whole monkey trilogy. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> you can't see, hear, or speak, or whatever. See, hear, do no evil, yeah. whatever it is. But, yeah, I don't... Yeah, dude, these... Um, like, dude, I'll be honest, like, and I caught a lot of shit on Facebook about this, but, like, Annihilation sucked dick, I thought. I was gonna put that on my ones that I missed, but I don't know anybody that I know that has seen that movie and be like, you gotta watch this movie. Like, and, and, you know, I don't agree with a lot of people on what movies I like, but, dude, I'm like, I need at least somebody that I know to champion this movie. No one will do it. Did you like Ex Machina? I didn't. I missed that one. I have to it's, see. It's also it. pretty fucking whatever. I really want to. It's see better that. than Annihilation. So was I Annihilation think. in your honorable mentions? No, I I've got a bunch of shit written down that I just fucking hated this uh-huh. year. Like I saw a bunch of shitty movies, Brad. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was going down a list of things that came out. And I was like, yeah, I saw uh, Insidious: The Last Key. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, like I saw The Nun. I saw Predator. So no honorable like, mentions though. I really don't have. Not that we haven't already talked about. Okay. So like, nothing that's real important. Um. No, there's a bunch of shit that was super fucking disappointing, though. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that in a, in a second. I want to give a okay. few honorable mentions. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Deadpool 2. Almost yeah. made my list. Um, had a lot of fun and thought it was better than Deadpool 1. Um, Aquaman had some issues, but I enjoyed my time in the theater. Um, step in the right direction for DC. Uh, a Star is Born. I thought it was good with, and I'm, don't say this lightly, a Pantheon performance from Lady Gaga. All right, um, just fell off my 10, the rest of the movie. It goes, it gets to this point in A Star is Born where it's um, kind of like behind the music, mm-hmm. you know, and I just didn't care there. And maybe Lady, Lady Gaga is just being Lady Gaga, but fuck, she's, she brought me into that movie, you know, and I thought she was just solid, completely solid. Um, Isle of Dogs, um, absolutely love the animation, but the comedy 
didn't hit me like I wanted. So, um, I don't know. I put it in the middle of Wes Anderson's movies. Mm. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, those were some of the movies I was considering for honorable okay. or for top ten. Um, let's talk about those disappointments, Nathan. Dude, there are a lot of disappointments. So, we were hyped up for the longest time for Predator, mm-hmm. right? The Predator. Dude, why can't people get this shit right, Brad? Oh, my like, God. It's, it's, you know, it's it's almost hard to be a fan of Predator. You know what I mean? Because, like, and I would say the same thing about Aliens, honestly. Like, as a big, especially growing up in the 80s and the, and the early 90s, like, Alien and Predator is, like, my fucking jam. Yeah. And, like, it's just, through, throughout my entire adult life, it's been a massive disappointment every single time. <laughs> um, I just don't understand yeah. why you can't fucking get this right, man. Like, you can't. It's it's shit. Can I piggyback? Can I piggyback? Yeah, it's the biggest turd of 2018. <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest shit show, dude. I fucking hated it. I would even go. It's a franchise killer. <laughs> no, no. I, I, after I, this, yeah, they just, probably won't be. be able to rebound for at least a fucking decade. <laughs> That's how fucking bad it was. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, no, I, I agree. It just needs to stop. Dude. Like, <laughs> like so there, there was an old... Um, so trash. There was an old PC game, dude. Uh, it was Alien vs. Predator. They did a sequel, Alien vs. Predator 2. You could just take the... Just listen. I'm going to make, make you fucking all the money in the world. Yeah. Just take the plot from the already existing shit that exists, and you know what I mean? And just be like, yeah. movie. <laughs> just take oh, the fucking plot from the game. Why do people gotta go, change just to movie. change? <laughs> I hate when people just change shit to change shit. If it's fucking good, yeah. then make good shit. Yeah. yeah. It's not fucking rocket science. No. Unless it's Terry Crews as Jonah Jameson. Did you see yeah. that picture? That? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's change that I can deal with. Um, and you know, sometimes change works. Like we talked earlier, I think about, uh, might have been off the mic, about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And like, that's nothing like uh, the comics. But you can change it and it, it fucking works, mm-hmm. man. It works on screen. And I, I don't know, like, sometimes change is okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hard because like the only thing, especially fucking geeks, you know what I mean? The only thing that geeks hate more than things staying the same is change. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't fucking ever make anybody happy. Um, no, but uh, so other other super disappointing shit, man. I know you don't like Pacific Rim. I, I like Pacific Rim. I'm not like a super fucking huge fan. I like giant robots. I like giant monsters. Mm. So fucking go for it. Yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising is surprisingly shit. Like, <laughs> dude, I watched like that's next level. Shit. I watched like twenty minutes of them. Like, Jesus fuck. Yeah, it's a fucking hot mess. Dude. That's saying a lot because I love John Boyega. Think, and it sucks. To yeah, I like John Boyega in a, in a fucking dumpster Oof. fire like that. No, it's a fucking mess. Um, Solo was a fucking disaster. Fuck that movie. Um, yeah. Solo was a fucking disaster, and it's fucking. You know what I mean? I always get fucking shit like, "Oh, you just hate fucking Star Wars." Like, mm-hmm. I fucking love Star Wars. You know what I mean? That's why, like, I. It's shit. Yeah. Stop See, saying it's, it's not it's, shit. It's in my disappointments. <laughs> it's in my disappointments. I wouldn't call it shit, but I would. I would call it completely safe, completely predictable. And it's missing flavor. You know, I don't yeah, think it's yeah. like oh, Attack yeah. of the Clones. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Maybe maybe in a different way. How predictable it is. Right. And how right, safe. Right. That's that's my problem with it. It's like everything you want to know about Solo, right, is in one fucking movie in two it's hours. It's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Everything about his entire character Why is, your name is, Solo? is all in one movie. Like Because ev- I'm a loner. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Because you're by yourself. Yeah. He's by himself called Solo. And, like, you fucked up the Kessel Run. Like, I don't... Look. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, look. So, the thing about the Kessel Run, right, is that, like... And and, and maybe people don't know this. I mean, a lot of fucking Star Wars geeks know Mm -hmm. this. A parsec is not a a unit of, like, speed. It's a unit of, like, measurement. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when you say... 
I made it in like under X parsecs. It means like I took the most direct yeah, route yeah. you can yeah. take. Took the shortest, it, the shortest possible. possible. And so like that's super cool. That's super fucking cool. And it, it really ties into what you know. He's a, a great pilot. It's it's all this onboard computer, dude. Like you know what I mean? Like you fucked. You just ruined the mythology I told of the this most for me. annoying droid in the I entire fucking Star Wars universe. I absolutely hate that fucking droid. I do too. Yeah, with a passion. Yeah. Free the robots! Oh my god, yeah. It is unreal how much they just like, they just shit on something that I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just. Yeah, yeah man. Star Wars um, in a weird spot right now. It's in my disappointments as well. Yeah. Um, I know people really like Annihilation. It was a huge fucking miss for me, man. Um, I. I, I might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really? Uh, it's up there with The Nun. <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? Also I liked Annihilation, shit. but it didn't make my honorable mentions. It didn't yeah. make my 10. So it's not worth uh, it for me. Venom, pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Venom's pretty bad. Um, I... y- you see any... Dude, Just the fucking Defense Force comes out. You know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, fucking... You know, Tom Hardy is the greatest actor, and, and you know, like, dude, it's gonna. It looks like. I wonder shit. what Alicia Pasquale gave Venom. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever man. his name is, that's what I call him. I don't know if that's yeah. his name or not. You know, what I you always, know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You I know, wonder what he. Wait, we need to search Facebook for Venom. Yeah. And see what he says about that. You know. You know what I. Five um, stars. I want. I want to bring up. Um, so we had, we had a a friend a member of AV who passed away this oh. year, right? Like Todd Todd Collard passed away, and. Uh, I, I, whenever I think of Venom, I think of him because Tom Hardy's like his, his fucking actor, guy, yeah. man. And he was like, I'll watch. He's like, he's the fucking great. And I always yeah. think about like, man, I wish, I wish I could give you shit for this. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wish yeah, we could have yeah. this conversation. Yeah. And, like, I would love to hear his thoughts on. Yeah, that. I really, I really. Would. I'm a huge Tom Hardy fan too. Yeah, man. I think he's a fucking beast, man. I think he's just this generation's uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I, I don't like, know, man. Dude, he's I super hit or miss. Bron- yeah, Bronson's <laughs> fucking amazing. Maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's not this generation's Marlon Brando, but yeah. I, I even like Warrior. Oh yeah, I, I like well, Warrior. I think Warrior's dude. great. Um, I'm kind of blanking right now for some Tom Hardy for some reason. Revenant. Yeah, and he was okay. Yeah, I take it, the Marlon Brando. Star I think Trek he, Insurrection. I, or I take Marlon that Mar- Marlon Brando comment yeah. back. He could potentially be if he gets his shit yeah. together. So I was making Venom shit. He was in Inception for a minute. <laughs> yeah, Inception. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. fucking amazing. Uh, any more disappointments? No, that's it, man. All right. <laughs> um, I have a few. Um, Ant Man and Wasp. Like oh, it. Ant Man yeah. and Wasp. Yep. Maybe yeah. the safest Marvel Marvel movie ever. Um, yeah, really disappointed. Only saving grace will be if maybe Ghost becomes like a future something X-Men. worthwhile. Like one of the first yeah, X-Men. Yeah, I, yeah, that could be cool, but just nah, I don't care. Um, a Quiet Place. I was so disappointed with. We that, were man. just talking about this, so uh, it's one of those things that, like, you know, a, a movie hits and all of a sudden, like, everybody in the whole fucking world is talking about yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like all over fucking Facebook. There's memes everywhere. You go to work and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck, you see Quiet Place," and it's just like it was okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I actually right. hate um, some of the situations that the family puts themselves in. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, you have a bunch of kids. Would you leave your no, youngest in the fucking back of the line when you're walking right. through an apocalypse? Right. With monsters? Well, even... So that... And then there's, like... I, I get it. Like, so the idea of, like, having this kid and having the baby, like, in this fucking box, kind mm-hmm. of, like... Look, man, that kid's not gonna shut the fuck up for, no. like, four years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're, what are you just gonna, you're just gonna say in a box? Yeah. You, you know, it's like... So I, my kid had a fucking meltdown because I gave her the sandwich that she fucking yeah. wanted. It's screaming, like yeah. hitting the fucking ground. Like you're dead, dude. Like I'm sorry. Like don't have fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. You know and, what I mean? At the grocery like, store, they just let her like go around yeah. everywhere at the beginning of that movie, and it's just like 
what the fuck are you doing? You're just going to let her stroll around the fucking grocery store. Right. And then when you walk back to wherever you're going, you're going to have her in the back of the fucking line. You know why she died? You know why that little girl died at the beginning? Because you're a shitty fucking parent. That's why. <laughs> fuck well, they've got... Then they do the fucking Mars attacks ending. You know what I mean? Where they have the sound fucking blows everybody up. Um, and then he just throws the baseball bat down or whatever he had, like the axe. He's yeah. like, come on, you fucking alien piece of shit, whatever. What? Yeah. And then he just... The, <laughs> yeah, the and ending. So, so he tries to take the... Uh, the threat, you know, from the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my problem is, he doesn't even fucking swing. Okay? <laughs> oh, you might okay. you might kill the motherfucking thing. Yeah, yeah. At least try. At least try. At um, least try. I'm so, with you on that. You know, Brad and I, we have we have this thing where it's like, dude, if you're in a survival situation, you just give it your fucking all. Yeah. yeah. So, um, my Fuck. biggest problem with that whole ending was that, what was his... The plan was, he was like, I'm going to draw their attention away. Yeah. But then, it's like... Doesn't take okay. them long, so he really bought their kids like ten seconds. Yeah. And in the end, all the kids do is then start up a louder car yeah. and drive. I'm like, it didn't change anything. They're still gonna have these fucking fast as shit things chasing yeah. them, right? And they just I don't know how they got away. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about there's issues, so, about, but I like the movie. And, so. and just one more thing, man. So the whole like the the sound thing kills them, like. The army never thought of that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're they're super sensitive to sound. Like like I did nobody read, read fucking Venom Spider you know comics yeah. when they were kids. Like he, he's vulnerable <laughs> to sound, man. Just fucking ring the bell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you see fucking Sam Raimi shit? Ring the fucking bell and he goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Um, I think Kyle Brown would have probably put this in his top five. That's why I didn't. You think? Him. That's why I didn't invite him on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, uh. Kyle. He probably's gonna listen to this. Um, <laughs> I have a few other ones. I just I have like four more. Um, Slice. This little horror. Mo- I like little horror movies. Okay. Fun little horror movies, and you know, I was like, I, I was hoping this was gonna be like that, that, that small horror movie that I could champion for 2018, and it was just the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life, man. Um, it was so bad, dude. I'm sorry, man. It's like when when your when your lead actors are Paul Shear and. Fucking Chance the Rapper. Yeah. And Zazie, like, Beats. Zazie Beats was in it. Who yeah, the yeah. fuck is Who the fuck is Zazie Beats? Do I should I know this person? Yeah, Deadpool too. She's um. Domino. She's Domino. Anything else? That's you don't need anything else. Slice. Fucking Domino. <laughs> slice. She's in Slice. Okay. Yeah. Great. But anyway, that movie is a piece of shit. If anybody <laughs> puts that in your DVD player, kick him in the balls, kick him out of the house, and throw it in the trash. All right. Um, Bumblebee. Okay. Everyone told yeah. me you gotta go see Bumblebee, and it's perfectly safe. Perfectly okay movie that is still attached to a train wreck of a fucking franchise that I don't give a shit about. I thought I haven't, so I haven't seen it because I don't it's give safe. a fuck. It's the safest. I thought it was a reboot of the franchise. It is. They just... But it's still it's it's still Bumblebee. It's still the same design for Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah. It's you know still talks with the radio. Still and talks shit. with the radio. Yeah. I mean, it's the same fucking Bumblebee. Okay. Same Bumblebee. So it's yeah. still connected to. It's the beginning of all that. Okay. Okay? So okay. it's the first movie out of all fucking 20 Transformers movies. Oh, okay. Okay? okay? And so oh. I don't give a shit. I know where the story's going. Even if you can re- I heard, do something clever. I heard that it's officially a retcon. It's okay. the first movie in a whole new But it's still weird because shit. it's still the same design, yeah. same voices. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah, yeah I got you. I hear so you. it's just weird. So I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> give two shits past the opening Cybertron scene, which is freaking cool. But I think people are like... Get hung up on that. They're like, "Oh, this is awesome." I had some, you know, really. Uh, what's her name? Um, the the girl who was in uh, True Grit. She's in this. She's awesome. She's amazing. Oh, uh, I forget Haley, her. Haley uh, Stanfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's awesome in this. Fantastic. I don't give a shit. I thought it was safe <laughs> and boring. I don't give a fuck. Um, Halloween twenty eighteen. Um, really? Well, so hold up. It was good. I liked it. Had some clever beats. But overall, nothing to write home about. I actually thought it fell apart in the third act. The okay. third act where she's hunting him down the house. 
And uh, see, I, that she, works for me. Well, you know why you it doesn't like the work cat for me? And mouse thing. But and you know like, why it doesn't work for yeah. me? Because like they've established there's lights in that fucking house. Okay, she goes from room to room with her shotgun in the fucking dark hunting the boogeyman. All right, turn on every fucking light in the house. It's just really strange how they deal with the threat at the house. Okay, just very strange, especially um, when someone's been prepping for this for, for prepping it for well, I do. Years. So I like, I like, you know, she gets thrown over that rail at uh, that one point, and then he gets. And why distracted? would she expect for him for him to come to her house? He doesn't know where the fuck she lives. Well, you know how he gets he, there? A really clumsy beat about the fucking doctor being like a fucking warped yeah, mind yeah, serial yeah. killer that delivers Michael to her house. If it wasn't for that <laughs> psycho doctor, yeah, he yeah. would have never made it to the house. Right? But, Why would he? No, I get that. That's that's not the problem though. It I don't think that, that was. I don't no, really and, know and all I'm saying, dude, is that this is this is but, the first okay. Halloween movie in my life that I've mm. ever given a shit about. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes me actually like the characters. So, but yeah, I, I didn't care for it too much. But um, Overlord. Uh, did you guys ever watch Overlord? No. no, it got a lot of buzz though. Yeah, it was it was a neat idea that I, I don't think took like any chances mm. with it, and it was it was again it was like kind of safe, you know, uh, boring, forgettable. Forgettable okay. is the word I, w- I would put on it. But check it out on a rainy rainy day. You might you might dig it. Overall, disappointing to me. So those are uh, my disappointments, Ryan. Um, I, I only have a handful, and they've already mostly been mentioned. Um, Ant Man and Wasp. I mean, it's just Ant Man um, and boring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I remember watching it and I'd be like, you know, I think this is the first Marvel movie in ever. And I love Ant Man. I love Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. That I've seen in the theater that I'm like, eh, I'm not gonna I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it when it comes on video. I yeah. may never watch this movie again. Yeah. I think I'm just kinda done with this one. But it, it at the end of the day, dude, I'm just Peyton Reed is a boring director with a bland style. He's lucky because what he had to do in Ant-Man was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now we've seen that. We know what it's like to be shrunk. It's yeah. just... I, Marvel's doing him a favor, not yeah. the other way around. Right. yep. On this I one. I think pay, I, as much as I... I really admire how much fun and how geeky they get with it, he's just not an exceptional director yeah, at yeah. all. And I, know, it sucks, but... I, in, in a way... So I will put Black Panther in disappointments. Um... Black Panther was a disappointment to me, but I almost wouldn't mind it winning Best Picture for one reason, and it almost legitimizes the genre for a lot of fucking people. It may be some people would take it serious, and they wouldn't hire people like fucking Peyton Reeds. Yeah. You know, maybe we'd get some more talented directors, some more talented producers. They would take chances with the comic book genre because of a win. Right. Just throwing that out there. So, um, let's see, really, other than that, uh, Solo. Solo is my biggest disappointment. Yes. I I didn't I didn't have incredibly high hopes for it, but um, the what I got was that was a crazy story. That was the craziest story too of twenty eighteen to follow. Oh yeah, oh my that God. was nuts. Yeah. And again, especially now since we're all sucking Lord Miller's dick. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm super disappointed. Lego now. Batman, Lego into the Spider Verse. You know, Even oh the, they were gonna ruin Solo. Uh, what? Yeah, really? Yeah, I. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's not like they don't understand. Everything else besides yeah. comedy, they get yeah. Yeah. how to tell a fucking story. But anyway, if you want to hear what I think about it, you go listen to our commentary. <laughs> <laughs> you were um, so fucking bored. <laughs> I was so I, I it's like the I think second you hear, uh, Ryan snoring. I think it was the second time that I had seen it, and as we got about halfway through it, I'm just like, I had the epiphany. I'm like, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I'm so I can't wait for this to be over. I barely got through that commentary. Um, also, Black Panther. I. I 
I have it as a as a minor disappointment. I liked it a lot more than oh. Brad did. I enjoyed the movie. I'll watch it. Yeah. Whatever. I'll put it in. I like I like it. But it's you know it didn't it didn't elevate. Didn't anything. bust your cookies. Yeah, he's right. Pulled <laughs> <laughs> the words right out of your mouth. And then, in a weird way, I can't. I almost can't say disappointment because my. My expectations were so low. Mm-hmm. But then there's Aquaman. Mm. <laughs> you liked Aquaman a lot more than I liked oh. Aquaman. I just... I, I thought it was so long. I thought it was so boring. I hated that oh, fucking... Man. I hated the fucking lead, the girl. I, Jason Momoa is the only thing I liked in that movie. See, I... Mm. I did not He enjoy. turns my crack, dude. If I was a woman... Oh, he's a fucking smoke show. No, but I mean, like, show. Fucking my, my fiance thinks he's the fucking shit. I think, he, I think he looks weird. I think he looks weird as fuck. I don't know why. Something about his face. Just, I don't know. I wish I just fucking... <laughs> I want him to be in that fucking suit so much fucking earlier. Because the whole movie, he's just Jason Momoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. I don't. He, yeah. It's not Aquaman. Yeah. It's just fucking Jason Momoa. Like, okay. Once he's in the suit, I fuck it. I buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's cool. But like, fucking dude, do it two hours earlier. Do I, some yeah, I tell you something. what, there are some shots though in Aquaman, like the establishing shot going into Atlantis. There's some shots I'm just like, fucking a. This, See, this looks there's some cool. See, shit I, I didn't get that. I, I listened to the uh, the review that you guys mm-hmm. did, and then we went to go see it, and I didn't get it at all, man. Oh. I liked some of the stuff on the on the floor, like uh-huh. on the on the floor where like the yeah. the lowborn type people. Like I liked that, uh-huh. uh, but it just looked like Asgard underwater. I don't. It didn't. It just looked like there's some stuff. We'll have to. Um, I'll, I'll invite you over when we do. The, we'll do a commentary for Aquaman. Oh, okay, I, I think cool. I think it'd be fun too because uh, I do think there's there's some establishing shots and music that really reminds me of some Blade Runner. It's a handful yeah, of shots. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Handful of shots. But um, all right, guys, let's score the year. Let's score the year. Okay, so um, I think it, I thought it was a great year for multiple genres. I mean, comic book movies, period pieces, <laughs> horror, documentaries, action, sports, sports dramas, Creed two, right? Um, man, I think. Uh, my top five was pretty. Uh, it's kind of all over the place. It was nice this year, man. I, yeah. I think I got to something from from every genres. I think there was something for everyone. Um, I gave twenty seventeen a three point five. Um, I think this year I'm going four out of five, and that's probably underselling it a little bit, guys. I really enjoyed this year at the movies. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go four out of five. Yeah, what about you? Um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that. I don't do point fives or anything. If I or not point. I don't do like point two fives, but I really want to. I'm not going to, but it's a very strong four out of five. Yeah. I I'll say that most of the movies that I saw this year in the theater were like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that I'm like, you know, they're forgettable, but they weren't like complete trash. Yeah, yeah. I can only think of a couple times. Even the first time I saw Solo, I wasn't like. Completely hating it. Well, no, fuck it. Never mind. I didn't like it. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, everything. Even just general, just any movie I can think of that I saw, I was like, you know, eh, that was okay. You know, the, all the franchises did pretty good jobs. I mean, you know, it's like, no, this fucking franchise movie came out. And it's like, yeah, that was all right. Yeah. You know, a lot of good surprises and, you know, way better than the last couple of years, man. Um yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes it's a chore just to sit through a fucking movie in the theater because yeah. there's so much other shit you want to do, you know. But yeah, this year I felt like at least, um, even if I didn't give it a glowing review, like at least everything was at least uh, palatable. You yeah, know, for, for the most part, it's like one of the worst movies I saw this year was Ant Man and Wasp, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. saying a lot because it wasn't like 
terrible. It wasn't like it's not a bad movie. There's only a handful of bad movies that I saw this year. Yeah. And the movies that I missed all seem to be pretty good. I mean, I gotta go catch them all, but right. I nobody's bitching. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like yeah. all in all, it's, it's a, it was a very good year. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to. Yeah. What are you scoring? I'm pretty comfortable with about a four. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. there was there was a bunch of real fucking shit. I thought, but like. It was punctuated by some fucking just amazing movies that I'm that are going to continue to be influential to me for a very long time. I think it was a good year for uh, representation. I think mm-hmm. it was a good year, like sure. you said, for mul- multiple genres. Um, I think there's something in, in, in with our combined top tens. I think there's something for everybody in this. Yeah, yeah, for know? sure. Yeah, actually, I would just real quick. Just when you said representation, it reminded me. Even things like Crazy Rich Asians, which you know yeah, yeah. I went and saw. I don't like rom coms at all, and I did not love crazy rich asians at all but it was like as far as rom-coms go this is pretty all right yeah you know what i'm saying it's like that was that kind of year i was like oh it's pretty all that right was, that was a little better than all right it's a little yeah. better than i thought that's that's okay yeah. I don't feel like usually I we have a really hard time like coming up with uh, a six through ten mm-hmm. on our list i yeah. think that's important to say right there like our six through ten it's like, fuck, I'm just going to throw uh, four or five movies on here just, just to make a fucking list because I have to make a ten. Mm-hmm. This year, I, I you might disagree with me a little bit on this, but I thought, thought my six through ten were solid movies, and it didn't take a lot of thought. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I've it, it was definitely better than a lot of other years to fill in those ten. I will def, I'll still say that the bottom the bottom half of my you know ten and the bottom five were... They're not movies that I'm like, I want to champion. Like, yeah, it was yeah. on my top ten. Yeah. I mean, someone's going to say, like, oh, did you see Deadpool 2? I was like, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I thought that was on your top ten. It's like, well, it was. I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, but, um, but again, I I just think they were all definitely of a higher average quality than I'm used to. Yeah. All right. Uh, any Any final comments? No, man. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. You know what I mean? This was... Uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. I think you asked me like last week, whatever, and I was really kind of stressed that I was going to get a lot of those last-minute films and that I wanted to say I didn't want to sound like a complete dumbass at the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. So um, I do appreciate the invite, man. I'm always happy to come in and do episodes. Right on. Always and fun. I appreciate you not sounding like a dumbass. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you did great. Um, Ryan, any final comments? Uh, no, it's always fun to come in and, and do this. I love this exercise that oh. we do every year. It's, it's one of my favorite episodes. It's a great day. tradition. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love doing it with you. Um, yeah. 2018 was a great year. Hopefully 2019 is good. Yeah. I don't have any final comments. Um, Let's wrap this episode up with our Oscar picks. It's something that we do every year. Um, I have some prediction ballots. And for the sake of time, let's just do the major categories. Um, I sound just like the Academy. (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Um, (laughs) Best picture goes to. (laughs) No, I do want to say I respect all of the the, uh, the creative talent, right? But uh, we could do an entire episode on just these predictions tonight. Um, So let's start with... um, So this this ballot that I stole from the theater um, has uh, best picture, actor in a leading role, actress in a leading role, actor in a supporting role, actress in a supporting role, directing, documentary, uh, foreign language film, animated feature, original score, original screenplay. Um, I am going to, we won't add this, but I do want to bring it up. Um, Original song isn't on here. Um, Shallow from A Star Is Born is like the centerpiece of that movie. It's a lock. Okay, so um, it's not on here, so I can't fill it out. But I'm gonna, you know, like that's that's gonna take it. If it if it does not, if Shallow does not win original song, um, I'll shit in my hat. 
<laughs> I'll shit in my favorite hat. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, what do you guys think? Original. I know it's not on here, but uh, you guys, neither one of you have watched The Star is Born, right? No, nope. I have not. Okay. Which It'll... means I have to go with uh, Slaughter Race. Was that nominated? I don't know. I don't think. Is it? I don't know. Huh, look that shit Because it's, not, it's it not on our ballot. Yeah, it's yeah. not our ballot. I just wanted to bring that up because <laughs> I, it's a huge song this year. Like, you know, fuck, I came home yesterday, my wife was singing it. Um, Slaughter Race? No, um, oh. Shallow. <laughs> Shallow. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll it'll win. I'll be surprised if um, they don't sing that song together, uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga at the Oscars. But you know how sometimes at the Oscars they do that shit where they have like people that aren't talented to sing the shit that you liked in the theater? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not like that this year. I want, I want to hear Lady Gaga and, and Bradley Cooper. Um, dude, there was, there was a YouTube video that was floating around um, not too long ago. Lady Gaga was um, in Vegas, and she was doing like a tour. She was doing like you know her, her thing, her gig, and Bradley Cooper was there. Mm-hmm. And he jumped up on stage at her concert, and they started singing Shallow. And it was fucking it was, <laughs> it was awesome. They have so much chemistry together. Um, so I, I would love to hear them sing um, at the Oscars, but it will take uh, Best Song. Did you guys find the, uh, the song? Yeah, it's um, yeah, a place called Slaughter Race. Well, it's gonna get slaughtered by Shallow. Yeah, probably. But you know <laughs> what? We'll fuck it. Okay, just just because uh, we're we're recording this, it's not on the ballot. Right. But what are you going with? You going Shallow or are you going with Slaughter or whatever? I'm going with Slaughter Race. I got nothing to lose. Okay. It's not. I don't on the ballot, see Slaughter right? Race on here. <laughs> I see it's all the stars from Black Panther. Uh, I'll fight for oh. RBG. The place where lost things go from Mary Poppins. Shallow, Star is Born. Oh. Uh, when a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from Ballad of Bus. Fuck, that's what I'm going with. You going with that one? <laughs> no, no I, I haven't seen the Shallow thing. So, okay. Uh, okay. No, right. Song's lit. This, is the, this was the short list that I was looking at. So okay. I don't think it was actually nominated. So I guess then I'll go with... Uh, go with Shallow. I'll go with Shallow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you? Just throw one out there. <clears throat> I'm going to go when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. That fucking song's lit, dude. Was it nominated? <laughs> yeah, it okay, was. Okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> you will lose. <laughs> All right, um, so original score is on our ballot. Let's talk about that. Um, you guys have a horse in this race? <clears throat> I haven't heard a lot of chatter about this category. Um, I remember liking Black Klansman. <clears throat> so I'm going to go with Black <clears throat> Klansman. What are you guys going? Best score. Just put a check mark um, next to it. Okay. Okay. That's probably where I'm going to go to. I have checked out the score to a lot of these films. Uh, just I like listening to film scores. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm cool with Black Klansman. All right. I I enjoy the Black Panther score. I, I do too. I really do like that one, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, original screenplay, guys. What do you think? Green Book won the Golden Globe, I think, and the favorite won the BAFTA. Okay. Yeah, I'm this going. is what I think is going to win. Yes, for screenplay. Go favorite. Yeah, I'm going um, favorite. Also. I want. Goddamn, Green Book won Golden Globe. Favorite won BAFTA. I am. I want the favorite. I think Green Book. I think Green Book. Where are you guys going? I'm going favorite. I'm going to go favorite. Man, that's a that's a hard one, especially since it's already split <laughs> mm-hmm. from yeah uh, yeah from the awards of this season. Um, that is a yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Green Book. All right, uh, what about, let's go with a foreign language film. Now, I don't know if I'm correct about this, but Best Picture and uh, Best Foreign Film, 
I don't think that's ever been in in, in right. both both sections. Roma, Roma's right, in both sections. Roma's I don't both. believe so. Yeah. Huh. I will yeah. shit in my hat if Roma doesn't win best foreign film. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. gonna go Roma for sure. But I'm yeah, gonna, that's interesting. Yeah, I have to go Roma. Because I wonder if that's. You think that's ever happened? Was nominated for uh, best foreign film and best picture? I don't think so. Feel like it has. You feel like it has? Uh huh. Huh. I'm well, wait a minute. Wasn't that. was Life Is Beautiful nominated? That was a foreign film. But I think it was. Only, was it only nominated for? Was it in it's best nominated. picture? Was it nominated um, for best picture? No, wait, no, that was best actor for what's his. I can't face. remember. Yeah, it's been a while ago. Giovanni Rapisi. Giovanni Rapisi. from Boiler Room. <laughs> I would watch that one. That would that would be a much better movie. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. All right, yeah, I'm going to go with Roma. Again, okay. I will shit in my hat if that doesn't win. I'll shit in my favorite I'm shirt. I'm going to have to buy you some more hats, buddy. I'll shit in my favorite shirt, dude. I'll shit in my favorite pants if Roma does not take best foreign picture. Uh, let's see. Okay, you guys are going Roma? Yeah. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Um, animated feature film. It's Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. And even just look, I mean... I don't think this is a super strong year for animation. You know what I mean? Like, not when Spider-Verse not, is in there. Well, certainly, <laughs> right. not, certainly not when Spider-Verse is in there. But, I mean, yeah, I, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Isle of Dogs, like, um, Incredibles 2, like, I don't... Look, dude, here's the thing, though. Those are all decent movies. Yeah. There's been some years where the animation's been really bad. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, I Granted, mean, Spider-Verse blows Smallfoot came out this year. Fucking... Or, wait, no, that was... Yeah, whatever. There's been some shit movies, but animation a, animation had a better year last year than it has in the past. Dude, this year for animation is gonna be dog shit. Oh my god! Uh, I re- what movie did I watch where I was telling you I went? Holy I went fuck! And every trailer. No. Yes. Yeah. Was like the shittiest shit I've ever yeah, seen. Leica yeah. has a shitty ass Yeti movie coming out. <laughs> fucking fucking Yeti. Will yeah. Smith is a goddamn pigeon secret agent. <laughs> Can you get any more fucking ugly dolls? St- ugly, ugly fucking dolls. dolls. Roller coaster deer or something like Wonderland. that. Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> fucking yeah, it it like shit. Yeah. Oh, secret like, li- like what's the one where the cat Secret Life of Fucking Pets too? It's it's not it's what? kinda like that where the cats pretend to be a dog or dogs pretend to be a fucking cat. I know what you're saying. Oh my yeah, god. Fucking secret kill. Life of Pets was terrible. Someone stabbed me in the fucking life. brain. Yeah. Um <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon Three is out now. Jeez. Oh yeah, yeah. Which they're not terrible. They're not bad, but they're not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, All right. documentary guys. What's gonna take that? <clears throat> All right. I mean, is, is excuse me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Is uh, won't you be my neighbor not nominated? No, I got fucked, dude. Yeah, that's so fucking. Stupid. That is like the the biggest snub of the year for me. Yeah, is won't you be my neighbor? Give me a goddamn break. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be RBG. Yeah, I'm going RBG. It, it was also nominated for best original song. Yeah. So you yeah. know there's some Academy of Love there. Um, I don't think there's any other documentary that was nominated for anything else but documentary. Right. Um, yeah, the Supreme Court Justice is taking home the fucking gold. I'm going RBG with you. Where are you um, going? Um, I've heard good, great stuff about uh, Free Solo, though. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going RBG, too, because I'm a follower. Not a lady. Yeah. You're going RBG as <laughs> yeah. well? All right. <laughs> I am. Uh, let's, uh, let's do directing. Ooh. You know, it would be a historic year for Spike Lee, if Spike Lee won. Yeah, I, I, want, I want to go Spike Lee. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a black a filmmaker get the directing award. Right. Ever. And best Picture. for Like, Moonlight mm-hmm. won Best Picture, but not for be, uh, right. Best Director. 
Yeah. I'm going to go Spike Lee. But Alfonso Cuaron <clears throat> has won every single major directing award outside the Oscars. Has he really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm still going Spike Lee. But so this is what you what you predict. No, I what know. What you want versus what you predict. I know. Are you going? I'm, going, I'm, gonna, I'm taking the long shot. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have to go. I mean, fuck. Alfonso Cuaron has taken every single <laughs> award outside the Oscars. He's going to take this one as well. You know, Do you think Roma could fucking... We'll get there. No, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Spike Lee also. Nice. I'm going nice. to really take a chance. The favorite doesn't have a shot because it's too fucking out there. All right, let's do actress in a supporting role. <laughs> Dude, I, you never vote against Emma Stone. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. This is a hard one for me because <clears throat> Regina King has been getting a lot of love, mm-hmm. okay, outside of Oscars. Um, and what I'm worried about here is Emma Stone and Rachel Wise. I fucking love them. I thought yeah. all right. three actresses in The Favorite nailed yes. it. Yep. But I have a feeling that Emma Stone and Rachel Wise will split the vote. Okay? Yeah. The Academy right. votes. Okay. Right. And it won't be enough. It won't be They'll enough because I would go Rachel Wise. Uh, that's who I want. I want Rachel Wise. But because of that splitting the vote, I'm going Regina King. Okay. What do you guys think? Man. Oh, you bring up such a good fucking point, right. Brad. That's a guy that's going to split it. that vote. You're right. Man. Shit. Well, I don't have any... Fuck. Who do you want? I don't you, have want a... you want Rachel Wise? No, I want Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Really? I want yeah. Emma Stone. Yeah. They're both great. They're are, fucking they really great are. performances. <clears throat> Yeah, who were you going? Oh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Cool, cool. Um, actor in a supporting role. Dude, Mahershala Ali. He's fucking unstoppable. Yeah. Yep. I want. I want to go Mahershala Ali. I'm a big fucking Sam Rockwell fan as well, though. You know what though? Uh, Mahershala Ali won two years ago for Moonlight. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So can he win two? You know, like Oscars in the last three years. I think Mahershala Ali. Is one of the best. Act- I mean, you know what I mean. He he elevates anything he's in. I'm probably gonna go Mahershala Ali. It's hard to be yeah. hard not uh, to. I'm he- I'm hearing Mahershala Ali, which he was in fucking Spider Verse. He's having a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I've heard great things about Richard E. Grant, which is gonna be in episode nine next year. Or this year, yeah, this year. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. So and he's up for best uh, actor in a supporting role. I because Mahershala Ali won for Moonlight. I'm I don't think he'll win again. Just the, just, the ever just the odds. Um, Anything? I don't know. Has he been nominated? Did you like him in Vice? Because you watched Vice. I watched some of Vice. Yes, but I don't know what. Yeah, kind of what you expect. What, with I don't Vice. know what to say. It just it's what it's exactly what you expect. Yeah. But the Academy kind of loves that shit sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right, I'm going with Richard E. Grant. That's where I'm going. I'm going with Mahershala Ali. Yeah, me so. too. That's a good pick. I just don't know if the odds are there. I know. I hear you. Um, actress in a leading role. I think they're going to be all over Lady Gaga's shit. Yeah. Dude, I want Lady... Well, fuck. Um, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. She Jesus plays the queen. Christ, She's man. fantastic. She's yeah. amazing. This is... Dude, Lady Gaga. Like I said, Pantheon performance. She she was a fucking amazing. Um, I want... Dude, I love Olivia um, Coleman for The Favorite, but I want Lady Gaga. I really do. Yeah, I want yeah. Lady I Gaga. I want Lady Gaga. But here's... So I'm going to throw this at you guys, all right? Glenn Close. Has been nominated seven fucking times. And never won. She's like 70 years old. Yeah. She's never won. 
I see what you're saying. You think they'll, you think they'll just throw her one? Dude, that's what they do. It is what it they is, do. It is what they do. I fucked you over last time. Yeah. Make it up this time. They do Make a lot of shit. Fucking DiCaprio Revenant. <laughs> yeah, he, he loses for uh, fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? This is horse shit. Um, I'm going Glenn Man. Close. But I God, want, you're like, probably right. But Brad, I want, you I want fucking thinking. I want, uh, I want Lady Gaga, though. I want Lady Gaga. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm still saying Olivia Cole. This is who I want. So that's what I'm gonna say. All right, uh, actor in a leading role. I would Christian Bale for Vice, man. Yeah, they love that transformation. That's, shit. What, I was, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Any, anytime you fucking bo- uh, do your body transformation shit, I think the yeah, Academy fucking eats that up. But there's a lot of fucking Queen supporters out there. I was gonna say, and yeah, it doesn't have a but... shot in hell to win anything else. <laughs> and Rami Malek, I've heard great things. No, about he, him. yeah. It's either it's gonna be Bale or Rami Malek. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go bail. Um, it's a good. It's a good. Pick. I will not be surprised. It's a Malik good fucking pick, Nathan. They love that transformation. I'm gonna do Rami Malik. Yeah, yep. I think I'm gonna go Rami Malik. But that's uh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. And Vigo, you can't count out Vigo, man. Like yeah. I heard he's great in uh, Green Book. So I feel like you can. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, man. There's some supporters there. I thought he was okay. Um, in a Star Is Born, nothing, nothing fantastic. All right, guys. That takes us to our last one on this ballot. We'll fill out um, best. Picture guys. Again, we're doing. This is what we want. Right? This is what we want. Man, like I said earlier, Black Panther. <clears throat> if it wins, it could legitimize the comic book genre. You know. Yeah. I think that could be cool. I don't think it deserves it. No, I don't think it deserves it at all, man. I don't think it deserves um, it either. But, but if Roma wins, okay, I don't want. I, I haven't watched Roma. You right. said it was a uh, whatever. I said it was dog shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish it though. Uh huh. Who knows? Yeah, could maybe you get in about forty minutes. Fuck, it's... I was bored as fuck. <laughs> if, bored as. If they fuck. win though, that could be a game changer for for, for what ne- for Netflix bullshit. No, yeah. for Netflix, oh, especially for, Net- yes. for no, no, not just for Netflix streaming services. Yeah. Yep. If because Roma's a Netflix original. Win, yeah. What happens if streaming Roma get best picture? Oh my yeah. god! Real Would quick, that be an upset? Real quick, what? Did Manchester by the Sea, did it win anything? No, nah, it, it won a few things, but not fucking best. At didn't the end of the day, best, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, remember yeah, what, the day, where it was. Best picture is what Is the big one, you know? yeah. And, yeah, dude, you. a fucking streaming service wins best goddamn picture? I mean, what is what happens That's then? That's a fucking upset. You know, Shit. it's kind of crazy because <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of things attached to most of these movies. Right. And... For what it's worth, the Academy is very selective about what they support and what they don't. Vice doesn't have a chance, I don't think. I haven't heard anything Mm. there. Um, Here's the deal. A Star is Born Born has a pretty good chance. Feels like such a standard Academy movie, though. And I, I really feel like the Academy is in a different mode right now. I really think that they're... They're trying, feel, to, be, they're trying to be hip, though. They they want to be hip, but I feel... But I don't think A Star is Born is hip. No, but Black and it's Panther not, is. That's what I'm saying. And, again, I think the Academy is very much wanting to say, hey, you know, the things we do matter. Mm-hmm. We yeah, listen, yeah. people. And I'm not saying it's all political, but I'm saying but part is. of it is. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. The favorite has no political skin in the game. Well, mm. but it is... It's LGB, LGBT, yeah, yeah, barely. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a lot more than yeah. the favorite. The favorite 
has that element, but it's not a centerpiece of it. Bohemian Rhapsody, it's a centerpiece. And Bohemian Rhapsody is not critically praised, you know, Correct. except for like the, the performance of, right. you know, yeah. Rami Malik. I don't see Bohemian winning. I don't know what Green Book's about. It's it's a uh, driving Miss Daisy. Okay, um, Roma kind of, obviously. Kind of. Someone's I mean, listening. It's nothing like driving Miss Daisy, but it has uh, some some racist um, okay. attachments okay. to it. Right yeah, I mean Vice. Yeah, Vice is just pretty simple. Everybody yeah. hates the Bush administration. Everything attached to it. So yeah, there you go. So, Stars so, born standard. There's <clears throat> so what'd you put for best? Do you think there'll be a split this year for best picture, best director? What'd you guys put for best director? Spike I put Lee. Spike Lee. Okay, and I went. I don't Alfonso think. Cuaron. I don't think Black Panther. Really I don't think so No, yeah, it won't either. But so I think there'll be a split. I put Alfonso Cuaron. I don't think he will get director and picture though. I really don't. Roma's okay. not going to win Best Picture. There's no. There's no way. Especially after all. Listen, it, all the backlash yeah. that the Academy has been got last year for it's like. Look at all these fucking films that nobody saw. They added an entire category yeah. for popular movies. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give it to fucking Roma. Nobody gives a shit about Roma, I promise you. God, this is hard, guys. I don't this know. This is super tough. Dude, I, I want to go with Star is Born. I think you're outthinking yourselves. Yeah. yeah, probably. And I think it's just the the, the obvious Oscar bait bullshit. Star is Born, yeah. huh? Yeah. I feel like it's not going to be Black Panther. I feel like it's not going to be Black Panther. Really, what the fuck is left? You know, and I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking, at, I'm looking at my this. awards, and it, I don't think it's going to be a, a year where... You know, one movie gets like seven, takes home yeah. seven awards. Yeah. I don't think so. And because I'm all over the place right now. So I, I can't say like, hey, this got, you know, um, you know, best actor, actress, and screenplay. Therefore, it'll take picture. I don't think it's going to be one of those years. I really don't. Where are you going? I don't fucking don't know. Where'd you say you're going, Nate? I'm going to go Star is Born. You know, that's... Damn it. That is... I, I know that it's like the safe, like, it, whatever it vote, but I... I yeah. want favorite to win. Star is Born is a close second to that for, for what I want to win Best Picture. Jesus. Black Panther, man, they I hope they don't go the fucking hit vote with that. I um, hope so. I hope not either. And it's weird, too, because I always try to think about you know splitting that vote. You have Black Klansman, Green Book, and Black Panther that could split the votes. Right. right? But then you also have a Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody that could be splitting yeah, yeah. the vote, you know? Fuck, you think it'll be Roma? I really don't think so, but fuck. Dude, I, I'm going to go fucking Roma. <laughs> but I want favorite or Star is See, Born. See, here's my, my stupidity is that Upsetting I, stream... Well, no, that's Hollywood, though. Are they going to give it to a streaming service? I I think... I, I, don't, I don't think that's... I don't think that's an issue. I don't think that's as big an issue. Or a hurdle. I think it's a big thing. If a, if a streaming service can win Best Picture, that's a huge thing. I don't think it's a massive hurdle. Fuck it. Though. Fuck it. I'm going favorite. I'm going favorite. <laughs> you go, man. No, it, that just proved my, my thinking, too. Black Panther versus Black Klansman and Green Book. Bohemian Rhapsody versus A Star is Born. Vice is kind oh, of out there. It's not going to take you. it. The favorite... I feel like Vice. I feel like I I I know where A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody kind of come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Vice slides in with with uh, a star is born just because it's just yeah. that type of it's just that type of movie academy okay. type of movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm going um, with the favorite for the win okay and that's what i want too because uh, there's no way roma's gonna take direct or uh, directing and best foreign language film and best picture i don't mm. see that happening right right yeah yeah i'm going the favorite and you're going? Going green, but... Nice, and a star is born. We have three there, dude. This That's going to be fun. That's going to be fucking awesome. 
Oh, last last chance to change anything. No, I think I'm pretty yeah. logged in. You All know, right. one thing I can say after years of doing this that I I know for a fact is that I'm terrible at doing. This. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever it is I pick uh, is gonna be wrong ninety percent of the time. Yeah. So well, I'm doing. I'm no Jesus Christ superstar. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um. All right. Any uh, any comments before we close, Ryan? No, man, it's always fun to do this shit. I love doing this every yeah, year. This is my favorite episode, man, to yep. do this and our Pantheon closer, you know. Yep. Oh, this uh, is the best. Yeah, doing Good those. Those, those are so much fun. So, any any comments from you, Nathan? No, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, Appreciate dude, right it, on, dude. I like bringing you in for something else Bro, besides, you know, sure, marathons man. and stuff, man. This was fun, man. I'm glad you came out. Um, that's our picks, guys, for the upcoming Oscars this Sunday and our top 10 movies of 2018. Um, as usual, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Video Land find you? Yeah, you can find me on the group. Um, you can find me in bed trying to get better. Fucking, yeah. fuck this. Dude, you look like shit. I feel like shit. I look like shit too, buddy. Uh, I'm just kidding. Dude, you look like, uh, yeah, what's his name? Cousin Queen. Wayne. At the, oh. at, at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what's his fucking name? The Queen, the main guy. about Freddie Mercury? Yeah, you look like Freddie Mercury. Wait, Ryan looks like you, Freddie Mercury? Well, on his deathbed. On his deathbed. <laughs> Too soon? At the, end of the, at the end of the movie. Not the beginning. Right, yeah. At the end. Come on. Nathan, where can they find All right. Uh, you? Alright. Yeah, the group man in bed. It's, it's 1 a.m. right now. What time do you work? Early. <laughs> it's going to be 2 o'clock before I get home, man. <laughs> it's 1 o'clock? In the yeah, it's 1 o'clock, dude. Oh, I'm all like, I'm sick, but i got to go do a fucking podcast for three hours. <laughs> I won't tell you, boss. <laughs> all right, guys, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You ain't going to say where you're from, right? You're just out there. Just Facebook, man. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> fucking out there. Come find me. <laughs> Same here. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people. Come on, we need something. Sha, 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 sha. What's the fucking song? Sha, 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 low, low. Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out. <laughs>